Okay, Natalie <laughs> Natalie tried to successfully join via Microsoft Firefox or Mozilla Firefox. Oh, uh, I forget that that's still... I didn't even know that people were still using that. Um, no, I, I actually have used that at work. And it's it's still around, and it's not good. Like, it's bad. I haven't used it in a while, to be fair. I've not used Firefox in a while. But she said that's her go-to browser. Um, it's faster now, but so that's good. Twitch guest star does not work on Firefox, so she's currently installing Chrome. And then we should be good to go, hypothetically. Yeah, as everyone should, right? Um, yeah. Not that I'm a corporate shill or anything, but there's a reason why Google Chrome is the best, and it's because it's the best. Yeah like it, should we uh should we start digging around yeah what do you think uh, um i think we have we have people here who are ready to dig yeah. and delve i think we're ready to dig we've got some people yeah. here we're gonna get it popping yeah. um so again welcome officially today is our our manosphere and in seldom stream um this is gonna be a really really exciting one we're hoping to have a lot of fun today um but we do we're, have we're, 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 we're. we do have like uh we're not just here to like laugh at people right um we are that's definitely a, i'll tell you why i'm here folks. it's the one it's the one b of today right but it's not really part of the hypothesis really like the thesis for this stream today is that a lot of people harbor misogyny right a lot of fucking people especially in america we live in a patriarchal capitalist system Men have been able to make a lot of money, a lot more money, had like an adverse relationship with women, oftentimes at the behest or at the at the expense of women, um, keeping them in, you know, domestic situations where they weren't allowed to have jobs. They didn't have financial freedom, a lot of things like that. Obviously, since, you know, the 70s or 80s, we've seen the rise of the girl boss, the rise of, you know, third wave feminism and ultimately uh, a lot of advancements for women in terms of like gaining um, independence and not having to rely on a marriage for like a quality of life. And so with that, obviously there's going to be some changes to our society. Part of that is like a change of the expectation of what a home looks like, right? Not every home is going to be a man and a wife and the man's the breadwinner and the wife makes babies and takes care of the house. Um, now both people are working. I don't know anyone. Do you know anyone our age where both people don't work? <laughs> I don't know anyone who doesn't work anymore, and so please, please, if you if you know, so I mean, send them my. I'd love to. New friends, I'd love. I'd right? love to marry yeah, them. Love, yeah, to be honest. I'd love rich. Um, but kind of the entire point is that, like, again, things are changing. Uh, the the family unit has definitely changed, um, of recent, especially. Um, but there are still large groups of men that really are holding on for ever loving fuck onto the idea of having a traditional marriage the hard part about that is that the wife's also working uh not enough men in america make enough money it's very expensive to be a single household income um and so that's kind of an uphill battle trying to get to that point so you see a lot of guys like selling maybe the promise of that you know maybe one someday if you marry me someday you won't have to work you know what i mean but until you don't mm -hmm. have to work i also still need you to do all of the domestic work and all of the housekeeping and things um and Furthermore, with like technology and social media and especially like the prevalence of dating apps, um, dating has changed drastically. I think a, a lot of people understand kind of the toxicity of like hookup culture that's very common on apps. I think that's leading to less people in good faith trying to get on into like relationships um, and especially for men. Like I think a lot of men are on those sites just to have sex. 
and not so much to like actually try to find a real partner. Um, and that's a slippery slope. And all that is to say that like, there is something uniquely uh, isolating about existing in today's world, especially as someone who like wants to date and is having a hard time dating. And unfortunately, if you look anywhere for a sense of community and you have the wrong keywords in your Google search, uh, mm. you can end up in some very dangerous places. And that's what we're talking about today. Again, the thesis of today is really like one a few weak moments without kind of direction or community in your life can lead you into the manosphere, uh, which again is a collection of like men making content, even sometimes women about the relationship between cishet men and cishet women. Um, and how a lot of that is influenced by incel theory. That is nothing new. It's been around for a long time. Um, but how a lot of this will lead you directly into like alt-right pipelines, um, and maybe even worse. And this is sort of a um, why I'm excited for this as well as I consider it some sort of like a referendum on striving in in uh, society, um, not just like as a masculine thing, as a American thing. Yeah, we never are satisfied. You know, um, you're taught not to be satisfied. All of these, you know, little programs that they package up and try to sell you as a five-week plan, right? Like regardless of if it's for this or for weight loss, you know, or for building a business or for, you know, um, you name it, you like, here's how to monetize your dream instead of just like being able to dream, things like that. Yeah. Um, and a very key point because I think that's kind of like a, a key piece of the eventual conclusion that we will reach today, which is that People who are making content in the manosphere, it is predatory. They know that if you found that content, something is not going great in your life. You are probably isolated. You're probably lonely. Inherently. Maybe have some depression issues going on. Or uh, you're like us and you're just sick. Yeah, that's different because I'm like, I'm looking through the glass. You know what I mean? I'm not just like, <laughs> let me get in the fucking... <laughs> you're in the bowl, though. You yeah. play, you're, if you're like, like if you're wise, unironically, you yeah. <laughs> If you're unironically excited to watch like Jordan Peterson's guest appearance on the Ooh, Joe Rogan show, wow. I'm telling you that's like not a good spot to be. And we're going to talk about that today. Yeah, we're going to help you out. If that's you, if you're in the chat, not saying that, you know, that's any of you, we're going to help you out today. Yeah. And I also think See me after class, there's a few, again, that's one big undercurrent. This is predatory content. It is not made. There's a lot of undercurrents of like self-help, self-development, growth, like growing as a person, working on yourself. These are really common themes within the manosphere. Uh, the problem is that none of the shit they're fucking telling you is actually going to help you work on yourself. That is a self-led process. You, you will not become a better person as much as I would love to make the argument by watching a couple of dickheads on the internet. <laughs> Uh, you just won't like, you will, no. we can show you stuff. Anyone can show you things, talk about stuff, even provide thought provoking things. But at the end of the day, like it is it upon people as individuals and as viewers to like go do shit outside of just consuming content. Um, but again, like that's kind of the jumping off point of this is like going to be lonely, going to have some isolation. You're looking to maybe better yourself. You're, you have a big lack of direction. That's what ends people into the manosphere. Um, and once you're in there, you really are stuck because everybody's trying to sell something to you. They're trying to keep you in the manosphere because ultimately your views are money to them. Uh, it's all a lot of clicks. 
Um, and and it's it's just not a fun place to be. And also, there's infinite content. You can waste your entire goddamn life watching Manosphere content and not get through it all. Um, so I'm going to introduce a couple of the sources today. Um, one, highly recommend this. This is the Incel Wiki. Real thing. Real thing. This is the Incel Wiki page. Uh, and this is like... This is not made by incels. I believe this is more of is like... Is that guy a, actually that short? I don't like know. In, he has tiny... Like he looked, he got tiny little... Short? He has baby legs. I don't know. Because that's... Maybe it's just the coat. Hold on. Regular wow. legs? Yeah, I don't know. Um, and I don't know who this is. I don't know. Painter? Proto-cell. Okay. Well, um, loser. But this is the incel the wiki page. Loser. So if you are curious about like, hey, what like what's going on with incels, which I don't know why you would think that, uh, but maybe you like <laughs> see some weird shit or you have somebody in your life that could use some reaching out to. If you want to learn about like, hey, what do these people believe in? Uh, this is a great collection of information. Um, so we've got just general information, a list of some of the forums, the OG cell, that's Intel. right. Yeah, look at this dude, Henry de Toulouse Lautrec. Yeah, I'm, I'm a be, proto cell. That, that 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 brother was celibate. Like, look at that. <laughs> he had a genetic disorder that made it so his legs stopped growing. Oh, after now they I were feel broken. bad. Now I feel he bad. He was mocked so viciously. I feel bad. And here you are, you wow. son of a bitch, I feel piling bad. on. I thought it was just the you coat. You son of a bitch. I thought it was just the coat because, regardless of his legs, that's an ill-fitting coat. That's it. I thought yeah, it was it just is, the code, it is and Ill. I'm not technically wrong. Yeah. So, um, But again, uh, if you are curious about any of this, want to click through while we're on stream, anything like that, there's a lot of stuff going on here. You've got lists of forums that incels hang out on, uh, demographics of inceldom. That one should be pretty fucking self-explanatory, if I'm being honest. Although there it's, is quite a bit of diversity. Men. It's a lot of men. A lot of men. I, I, hence manosphere. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we've got some definitions, notable incels, if you want to see the famous alumnus, uh, incel activists. And then you've got some Manosphere-related stuff, which includes, like, pickup artists, uh, men's rights activists. I shamefully, I will not lie, up until about ninth grade on Twitter, I did follow the um, the men's rights Twitter page, unironically, because I thought it was funny. I didn't think it was real. And then I got a little bit older, close to getting a driver's license. I understood that it was not ironic. And then I was like, oh, this is bad. I followed people who were in ISIS on in That's grade fucking on Twitter. crazy, dude. Wow. They were just on Twitter back then. Yikes. Yeah. <laughs> um, but this section here, the theory, is what we're going to focus a little bit on today. Uh, there's a lot of theory here. Some of you may have heard these. Let me know. Uh, hypergamy. Um, the black pill or the red pill, the concept of marriage, feminism, beauty. <gasps> Whoa! It worked. it worked. How do we, how do we, uh, I don't know how we do this. Can you hear us? The... Oh my God. <gasps> oh, here it is. Yo, yo, yo. Wait, how do we, can you hear us though? How do we make that oh part happen? Oh my God. There's a lot of, like, Hello? Did that work? I don't know. Can you hear us? Can you? Yes. Sick. Okay, we okay, can't hear okay. you though. Show on stream. Yes, push guest. That's what we want. Okay. How do I get rid of this now? Are you still there? No, you're going to no. be gone. Okay, we're going to have to jump back and forth. We can't hear you yet though. We got to get that figured out. 
guest volume. Maybe if I turned that up. Yes. Yes. Let's go. We did. Oh my god, that was such a fucking nightmare. That was sick, dude. You did it. Thank you so much. That was legendary. (laughs) Yeah. The perseverance, honestly, is incredible. Quite, quite amazing. This is our first virtual guest. First virtual guest, and now we know how to do it. I can't believe you yeah, have Firefox you still. We need to touch on that. You're still using Firefox? You're crazy for that. <laughs> I am I am not very, like, techie, unfortunately. Um, That's fair. Even though I work remotely and everything, it's embarrassing. <laughs> but this one was not actually my fault. Why would you need to install that? That's yeah, no, that's dumb. Yeah, that's on Twitch. That's, Shame on yeah, Twitch for that one. That's bad. That's You're so right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, well, everyone in chat, this is Natalie. It's never her fault. Wow. <laughs> Incredible. Here to do the bidding. Um, okay. We hey, were just. Hey, fuck you. Wait, that has to be Justin. <laughs> it's definitely Justin's. For sure, Justin. Talking shit in the chat. Um, sick. Well, I'm glad you made it on. This is awesome. Um, we just ran. We just introduced the Incel Wiki page. That's mm-hmm. kind of where we started. Yeah. Um, I got to figure out how I can show you our screen. I think that's going to be a major key. Let me know if this just shows you you. And then if I move you, can you see this? Yes, I can see Legendary. it. Legendary. Okay, Incredible. sick. You're off to the side, so if I look like this, we're looking at you. Just know that. That's how it's set up. Um, but okay, super exciting. So we were just kind of digging into uh, the... We were introducing the Incel Wiki page. I'm sure you've seen this. I haven't. Oh, I, fantastic. I'm so excited. The yes. Way I'm going to spend the rest of my life on this. <laughs> <laughs> and you could. That was one thing we were talking about is like yeah. the incredible amount of um of just manosphere content that's out there. There's way too much. You could waste a whole lifetime just watching all of this garbage. Many it's really fantastic. Many yeah. people do. Um, but cool. So we uh, we just introduced this. We were looking at some of this stuff. So I was just saying uh, we did a little bit of background on like kind of what leads people to clicking on Manosphere content. Um, but then we were just coming over and looking at some of these terms that we're going to cover today. So I feel like we're ready to jump in. We've got our guest. We've got our incel content. Oh, nice to meet you, Natalie. Yeah. By also, the way. I, I've never like talked to you face to face. That's crazy. Yeah. My name's my name's Jacob. It's That's Jake. Weird. It's yeah. Weird how you'll know someone forever and never like have ever actually spoken to them. Yeah, I mean that's also just like Twitter leftist though. Yeah, it's the internet. Yeah, it's like the internet. Yeah, a bunch of weirdos. <laughs> I have so many people that I'll be like, oh yeah, my friend, and it's like actually I don't even know. What like. I've never met that. like it could be like literally anyone. Yeah, literally, yeah. just a guy. Especially, you're pretty popular. You got like 3,300 followers on Twitter now. Ooh. There's a lot of people who think they're your friend. Oh, is- I didn't know that. I haven't been on for a while because I've been like deciding that. I, I don't know. I just got it in my head like that. I talk too much and no one wants to hear from me, and I need to like. Thirty-three hundred people. Bit, so do, I haven't been though. on for a while, so that is all. Justin, who is an absolute genius, um, he's allowed to give me shit in the chat because he is brilliant, and um, it's all him. And shout out to Justin, quite frankly. Yeah. Um, okay, so I'm gonna try to figure out a way to control. put you on screen. I gotta get you on the screen somewhere, just for the purpose of being there. And sorry that you have to do that. But it's kind of fun. I got to get you somewhere. Okay. I think that's a good spot. I like that. Now everyone can see. Okay. 
Um, beautiful. Oh no, it's gonna do that though. Okay, this is gonna take one more adjustment, and then we're gonna do it. Nobody look at the games I play. Don't look at the games I play. Look at those games. <laughs> don't look at the games. I don't Overwatch. play games. Overwatch. Whoa. Oh no, you can Ooh. see some of the corner cringe. Okay. Um, sick. Well, we're gonna dive in. Uh, we do have a lot of shit to crank through, quite frankly. Um, so let's just get moving on it. Um, again, if you want to join along, I'm gonna just drop the link in chat so that if you want to click around on the incel wiki page feel free it's a blast can't recommend highly enough um and to to provide a jumping off point uh the entire manosphere really is based off of the red pill theory uh and this is basically the idea again uh, so many of it's matrix focused i don't know why all these losers <laughs> which is such a shame because i love those the matrix rocks so much. objectively the, the matrix, matrix is amazing rocks. that was like the first it movie in childhood so well. i've seen it relatively recently and it kicks ass still yeah it's so good it's that a fantastic film fishburn in that movie was like who i wanted to be not like the character but like just fishburn in that jacket yeah yeah like yeah, yeah. dog it, I mean, some great fashion. Crazy. Uh, Shout out to Fishburne. Yeah, what a film. And so it sucks that like, everybody's attached themselves to the Matrix. We've got Red Pill, Blue Pill, Black Pill. We've got <laughs> Andrew Tate saying, like, oh, we're going to get you out of the Matrix. we got to get closer. We're too far apart here. Here we go. we got to come this way. You guys okay. like my little chair? Yeah. We, our legs got to touch. Um, but it's, it is very interesting <laughs> that like, a such, a, such an existential film has been chosen for, I would argue, some of the least like personally and socially aware people on the entire planet. It's quite a, a great bit of irony. Um, but the red pill, I'm just going to highlight some of this. I think this is a decent explanation is a central tenet of many men's identity communities online drawing an evolutionary psychology framework. Proponents claim that women are naturally manipulative and self-interested and that feminism has given them social and political dominance over men. Mm. Um, That's right. It's great. Yeah, we're in a good spot. Um, and again, the key idea being like the red pill is really effectively um, basically just a theory saying that you can wake up to the truth of the universe and understand that actually it's men being persecuted. Men are actually subversive in our society. They're being taken advantage of. Um, and so that's kind of the jumping off point. And it's really how uh, a lot of people start to understand this. Um, from like kind of a psychological perspective um, because a lot of this is based on like pop psychology. Uh, Jordan Peterson is a very big part of that and we're going to talk about that later. Um, but again, this is not, it's not just like, oh, we hate women and we're like banding together. Uh, it's hypothetically based in like science, you know, which is great. And what do you think about that, Natalie? What do you think about women being naturally manipulative and self-interested? Um. Just because it's true of me doesn't mean it's true of all women. Um, <laughs> I am manipulative and selfish. <laughs> Most women are not. And so I don't think we should be, judge all women based yeah. on my many flaws. <laughs> yeah. And I also think this is another theme that kind of is recurrent through it is there's a lot of people who talk about like, the manosphere kind of projecting their views of women onto women um, and just their their view of like humanity onto exclusively women uh, because I think a lot of these people would simultaneously make a conservative argument of like humans are fallible we're all self-interested we are looking out for our own back but that's a problem when you're a woman but when you're a guy you know you're you're grinding hard you're hustling you're trying to get your bag um, it's just very it's I very also, interesting to see. Sorry. 
No, go ahead. Yeah, I also think a lot of times they are correctly identifying problems, but just incorrectly incorrectly diagnosing them um, because I think they are identifying like a lot of the ways in which it really fucking sucks to be a man in American society, um, like the ways that you can't be emotionally vulnerable, um, the like all the all the different ways that um, like men have higher suicide rates, um, men have higher rates of drug abuse. But those things are all a consequence of um, like a patriarchal society and strict gender roles that hurt men too. Um, but then they're just turning around and, and blaming it on the only people who are actually like have a, a good ideological solution to it, which is like a feminist lens or whatever. Right. Um, and I think that is like very frustrating to me because I think they're correctly identifying a problem, which is that like men are not emotionally equipped and given the tools that they need. And I'm really glad that they're speaking to those people, except for the message is so heinous. <laughs> where it's like, what if we just like build communities of like dudes rock where you can support each other? And like, right. I'm all for that that like right. but dudes occasionally instead wrong. they're like taking the consequences of patriarchy and projecting them on us and like it sucks <laughs> like yeah. it's not my fault that you can't cry i don't know <laughs> right no and you're hitting the nail right on the head it, it is like a very weird turn of events where it's like oh man my life sucks i'm kind of lonely things aren't going the best for me right now but then <laughs> you direct all of that to the specific demographic of people that you have highlighted as like your potential partner pool. Um, that's, it's just a very interesting, like layered approach to being mad at the world because I think some people can get mad at the world and start to understand systems and structures and like the organization of our country or the economy or the world or anything like that. Uh, but these people are like, and it's all women's fault for um, not loving me enough. Which is great. Um, my, okay. Because my wife left me. Right. Yeah, that's another big part of it is vic- being a victim of divorce court will you will end you up in the in the manosphere. It's a fast track. Um, okay, and that's a great jumping off point. Um, and again, the black pill. It's about understanding the nature of human social and sexual behavior with a particular focus on evolutionary psychological perspectives. Uh, which is, again, it's complete hogwash. Uh, there's a lot of like fake data that gets presented. Almost all of it comes from dating apps, um, which we talked a little bit earlier about like the hookup culture on dating apps. And again, that like most of the men that are on there, uh, if you don't find success, you're going to get less and less picky. So you just swipe on everybody. Um, and then that like feeds into it's kind of like a it's a, a reaffirming loop. Um, and that's a lot of the data that they play off. Um, but I wanted to jump off with a quick Jordan Peterson. Oh, frog. Yeah. Look at him. He looks like shit. Like he always. Looks awful. <laughs> yeah. This is, this is post Benzo recovery. He looks so bad. He looks awful. That's so fucking funny. His daughter I just got pills. <laughs> I'm now taking finasteride <laughs> and I'm feeling a lot better. <laughs> My hairline's coming back. But these women still are awful. Um, and I don't want to watch too much of this. Uh, but again, like Jordan Peterson, to me at least, I've spent a lot of time watching Manosphere content and <laughs> thinking about a lot of this theory. And um, mostly from like our perspective, I don't think there's enough uh, men 
on the internet making like good faith efforts at actually talking to other men about being men, about masculinity, about dating. I think most of the people who are willing to have those conversations do fall into the manosphere where like really they're just trying to grift you. They're all trying to sell you some shit. Um, and Jordan Peterson deserves a big fuck you for coming in with, a, you know, education and an educational background, kind of an academic perspective and acting like all of this is well researched and, um, We've seen a lot of stuff obviously play out with him over the last couple of years. One of the things being them trying to like disband, disbar him. I don't know what the term would be because he has like a sociology degree, but basically trying to take his degree away from him. And he's sold that as like this under attack thing. But it's like, <laughs> man, you have come into the space and just spouted a bunch of pseudoscience that is not backed up by anything. Your peers are literally reviewing what you're saying and saying that it's bullshit. You don't deserve to remain like a credible person. Um it's really awful. This guy sucks. I'm not a fan. But he's very common in right-wing space. So let's Anybody watch. who doesn't eat vegetables, like, look, I was he a picky. He only eats meat. It's a, it's a beef. Literally just beef. Mm-hmm. It's um, insane. It's, it's his daughter's insane diet. I'm just, very hung up on it. <laughs> real man eat. It's, it's like anybody who would wilt at the side of a carrot. Mm-hmm. Should not be teaching you how to do anything. No. This guy's going to teach me something. Real, man. I can't eat a broccoli. Put a salad out there. He's going to shoot himself. I'm begging you to eat a vegetable. Right. Um, So let's, let's, I just want to listen to like his intro on this. But again, the title of this video, Evolutionary Psychologist Explains (laughs) Why Women Fall for Bad Boys. And the the dark triad bad boy thing is kind of going to be the first piece of theory that we get into headed in that competition so imagine you had people who men who could confer benefit and who were incapable of inflicting inflicting cost and men who could confer benefit but were capable of inflicting cost i think you'd see winners on that side because of that free rider problem and so and that ties into what we'll discuss in relationship to the dark triad because because there's some mystery about why women seem to be attracted to these so-called dark triad traits. And I would say that they're using them as insufficient markers for the ability to or the acquisition of status. So, and narcissists capitalize on that, right? Because a narcissist looks confident and lots of confident people are competent, but some confident people aren't competent, but they can (laughs) fool you. And then I think the other explanation is that if you had to choose between a benefit conferrer who could punish free riders and one who couldn't, you should pick the former. Uh, One who could could deal with free riders, who could and would, had the capability to. And so, you see see this sort of thing. I really like the Disney movie Beauty and the Beast. (laughs) I yeah. think it. I think they got it right. And so there's Gaston in that movie, and he's a narcissist, but he's he has physical prowess. Like he can't understand why he's not the guy, but he's narcissistic. And then there's the beast, who's a beast, but he's tameable, and so yeah. he he can be a benefit confer, and he has the capacity to inflict cost. Yes. Yeah. Hmm. Yes. Um, <laughs> wisdom. <laughs> wisdom. Um, but I, I just want to draw like specific attention to the language that he uses, obviously trying to go at like a very academic intellectual use of language to basically all he said effectively in that entire minute and 40 seconds was like, women want to fuck hot bad boys. <laughs> That's 
effectively Why? the theory that he's splaying uh, is like women just love they love bad boys they, the, conferring a lot of benefit yeah con- yeah conferring <laughs> benefit one oh I would recommend the latter throwing that benefit out right yeah and then talking about beauty and the beast um but again the dark triad this is going to be a kind of our first like theory that we jump into uh, and again is sold as like kind of a tried and true way set of attributes that you can work on yourself as a way to just foolproof seduce every woman you would ever come across. Um, And obviously not really that great. Uh, The dark triad is a combination of three personality traits, narcissism, Machiavellianism, which is manipulativeness and psychopathy, psychopathy, which is low empathy. So basically just being a huge dickhead is the best (laughs) way to get women. What do you think? I have never found that to be true. <laughs> wow. Uh, ever. I'm on the Drag Triad Insel Ricky page now. Mm-hmm. Is it? Everyone is doing too much. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Way too much. Yeah, that's uh, probably the... I think this is just so much. Mm-hmm. It's insanity. But there's a lot. Um but this is like one of those key things uh, that is like all over the manosphere is just so many guys talking about, oh, the bad guys always get all the girls. We've got 80% of the women sleeping with 20% of the men only. And it's always these guys. It's always Sigma, Chad, dark triad guys. Um, and again, <laughs> specific like attention to these traits, narcissism, manipulativeness, low empathy. Uh, and guess what? People have tried to study this. Here's a study from 2003, uh, physical attractiveness and the nice guy paradox. Do nice guys really finish last? Um, And they specifically looked at some of these traits. Uh, I'm not going to pay to show the conclusion, but I've seen the conclusion of this. When you adjust for basically hotness, it's all a wash. I bet some really nice guys paid thirty nine ninety five. Yeah, though. I'm sure. I'm sure some really nice <laughs> some of the, guys. Some of the nicest guys you know bucks. paid forty bucks. Yeah, uh, but again, why? why? <laughs> overall, overall results indicated that both niceness and physical attractive were positive factors in women's choices and desirability ratings of the target men. Niceness appeared to be the most salient factor when it came to desirability for more serious relationships, whereas physical attractiveness appeared more important in terms of desirability for casual sexual relationships. So, like, they isolated some of these attributes, and it really comes down to, like, the confidence part. But what's going to help your confidence? Being hot. Being hot is really, really good for confidence. Um, and so it's just, it's just, this is all a fallacy, but this is a very, very key point that like the entire manosphere is built on is that like you, the nice, innocent guy who just doesn't come out on top in life. You're on, you're at my channel for a reason, bud. And we're going to show, we're going to show you how, um, how to, how to get all the ladies. <laughs> you follow my steps. <laughs> Do you like bad boys? You like Money. narcissists? You like people with no empathy? I like it when I am treated like a sex vending machine Mm -hmm. where you can insert um, niceness and favors and compliments um, and I am expected to dispense sex. That is what niceness is to me. I think that is really... Conferring benefit. I really like guys like that. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's really great. You're pretty. Do it. That type of stuff. (laughs) Um, And building off of that, we have the concept of the Chad, which (laughs) is just... 
hot. It just means you're hot. That's all the chat is. You have good bone structure. You're just a hot, hot guy. Um, highly attractive, less masculine men are often considered pretty boys, a.k.a. soy boys, as opposed to the chad. A chad is a nine on the decile scale, followed by a chadite. Like, they've broken it down. There's a scale. Oh, my God. There's a scale. Oh, it gets the, the, worse. This, it's, this quote right here. It's giving calipers. Mm. It's, it's, <laughs> it's serving skull measurements. It is. Well, that's what we're going to get into. It's only downhill from here. It gets I, worse and worse. I love uh, this first sentence in the 1990s here. It became a derogatory slang term for successful white men. As if there's such a thing as a derogatory <laughs> slang term for successful white men. It's kind of like girl boss. Chad, but for oh, guys. yeah. It's a little bit. Did you like just girl call boss. me a fucking Chad? Did you just call me a Chad, dude? <laughs> <laughs> oh wow, Christ. it was from a specific guy. Chad was no a way. handsome young man from a Big Ten school <laughs> who lived in an upward mobile area of Chicago. Chad went to Northwestern. That's <clears throat> insane. The Wait, first Chad went to Northwestern. Um. But yeah, this is again like the the entire thing. Again, so much of this ties back to literal just dating app data. But like the whole theory is, you know, the nines and ten guys, the guys you, everyone would objectively rank nine and ten based on their skull measurements, are just <laughs> taking eighty percent of the women, and that's why little loser old me can't get a wife to do my laundry. Skull. My mom never taught me how. It's all on the skull. <laughs> God, this is awesome. Oh no, I can't show those. <laughs> Common characteristics for a Chad born from looks often include above manlet height. Manlet height is five ten and a half, okay? Large frame, broad shoulders, zero to one on the Norwood scale. Don't have time so, for that, so but it has on to do with hairlines. On the scale, if you're under five no. ten, you're technically a manlet. Yeah, you yep. The dude who made the scale was probably five seven. Yeah, one hundred percent. Like, come yeah. on now. Definitely. We don't have time That's to get unfair. into the Norwood scale of yeah. balding. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> Hunter's eyes. I'm, I'm loving this profile picture of this guy and the millimeters of bone. <laughs> yeah. Also, brother, that's at least centimeters. Let's chill on that. This chin is... I'm really sorry your face is fucked up. But... <laughs> He's like, this is what I look like. Yeah. This is what unfuckable me looks like. If I looked like this, I'd be so fuckable. <laughs> Bro photoshopped his face and was like, if only. Yeah. And that's society's fault that I'm ugly. If I wasn't a manlet. Yeah. Yeah, it's odd. My parents were ugly. It's not society's fault that your face is all messed up. Yeah. <laughs> it's actually women's fault. Yeah. <laughs> the women did this to my face. Uh, and yeah, speaking of, of skull measuring... Uh, literal phrenology and physiognomy. 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 Jesus Christ. It's a great um, word. But again, the, yeah, the, like more stuff. Um, God. Uh, use in 2015, Skorska et al. used a computer modeling program that examined the facial metrics of N. 390 male and female subjects of varying sexual orientations. It was found that lesbians had marginally more <laughs> masculine face shapes, upturned noses, puckered mouths, and smaller foreheads than heterosexual women. So we are fully into the, the skull measuring phrenology portion of the sphere. And it just, it only gets worse. You can pay. Go to pinkmirror.com. 
you can upload a, a picture of your face and the AI will examine it and tell you how good looking you are. <laughs> if you want to see, how do we see celebs? I know there's celebs on here. It's called Pink Mirror. Pink Mirror, yep. And it's what are how you much? supposed to do with that information? Well, if I could show you. It tells you your ugliest sin. What are you supposed to do? <laughs> well, you, you upload a photo. I'm not going to do that. My brain cannot handle that. Uh, I'll get way too sad. God damn it. I know there's pink mirrors of celebrities already. I'm on here. We're okay. really getting into it. Mm-hmm. My goodness. Yeah. I don't. Why do people want to live like this? I don't know. <laughs> so here's one of the games. A 9.6. That's the what other caveat. You will notice a lot of white people up at the top near the 10. Yeah, Nicholas Holt, hottest what? guy. Hottest guy ever. In the world. Hottest celebrity dude of all time, dude. Yeah. And so I just went a... to I just went to come and go, and I saw this guy behind the counter at Come and Go. Well, somebody should save him. Nicholas Holt, the hottest guy star. alive in Des Moines, Iowa. Imagine, <laughs> imagine getting rejected by chat GPT. <laughs> chat That's GPT, what's happening. Chat yeah. GPT tells you you're a manlet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, they'll you're basically they'll break down like you have a facial fat deposit percentage. You have, um, <laughs> you have a masculinity score. You have a beauty score. There's, Should I do mine? There's more. I did see one for Wiz Khalifa earlier. They gave him like a four. <laughs> Just pretty. Oh, no. there, yeah, here we go. Here's where we get into the actual analysis. This is what it's built on. Okay. And like, you'll never get me to pronounce bizygomatic, but you yeah, just did. There's no. some. This, so this is the width of your pupils versus the width of the tips of your ears. <laughs> and uh, I don't know. Yeah, not attractive is a point four eight. Attractive is a point four six. I don't know how the ratio works. Uh, but this is the type of thing people are doing. Instead of just like trying to be nice to women, they're like, "God damn it! What are my PCI units? How do I get my upper lip height a better score? <laughs> oh, my eye can't all tilt. It's not good, bro. And yeah, that's society's fault. You literally can't change it. Why do you want to be miserable like this? You can go to Turkey and change something. I don't of it, know. Though. This would just make that's me hate true. myself. You get surgery. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I don't true. know. Like. This and this is not. I I just do not abide that by that. This is actually accounting for real women's tastes because every single woman I know no. loves a weird little guy. I'm always saying this. <laughs> <laughs> like, they want true, um, with personality. Like they like. Where does Timothy Chalamet fit in here, or what? Like all the like. Right. Soy boy men that women are obsessed with. Where does Pedro Pascal like? Well, nah, we only have date. Matt Bomer, who I guess is. In yeah, Kansas. that doesn't do it for me. I don't think that that does it I for most. That is. I mean, it's fine, but who else is? Uh, we can search. So what? Is it Timothy spelled like that? No, it's two no, E's. Isn't no, it's it? two. Tim- <laughs> yeah, it is. All right, let's see what they gave Timothy Chalamet. Timothy Stallion. He got a nine, an eight point nine. Pretty good. They're giving him a 4.67 on the 1 to 6 masculinity score. Very little facial fat. He's doing great there. Wow. Maintaining a low level of fat deposit helps you keep your attractiveness. Good to know. So he's doing How well. 
but take also, care of the fat in your face. Yeah, buckle fat removal shoots you up on pink mirror. <laughs> <laughs> the robot's like, yes, kill yourself. <laughs> yeah. But like, again, like, this is just so funny to put all this time into developing like algorithms when it's like, have you thought about the way that you treat people? Yeah. Like, There's what no... if you learn to wash a dish and um, develop some interests? And, like, no, instead you're going to spend hours looking at graphs of how fucked up your face is. <laughs> Maybe just, like, grow some ridiculous sideburns, learn how to play an instrument. By interest is learning be about be, Maybe try to be Justin. <laughs> Have you thought about trying to be Justin? Grow sideburns and play an instrument. That's what Justin does. Justin exactly. is like five foot four and he is married and very cute, although it's like he's my platonic friend, so I don't want to say that. But That's come fair. on, the big mutton chops. <laughs> mutton chops and low facial fat. interesting. Munch. Yeah, no, and that's what I'm saying. Like, why, why? Where are the algorithms for your personality? I mean, I guess they have those like ENTJ tests, <laughs> also astrology. Do. But yes, um, um, very much so. And this is a more. This is like the one that made this famous called wheat waffles. I don't fucking know why, but they perfectly wheat just waffles. assemble you into oh, a dog. one through ten. Uh, it's kind of expensive. You got to pay money. I, this is one guy doing this. I, yeah, the weed waffle man tells you if you're ugly or not. Mm hmm. Very good and honest. Since I'm black pilled <laughs> and not delusional, I already knew what I could expect, but he still didn't under deliver and made some valid points I didn't consider. If you objectively want to know how you look, I would clearly recommend this to you. Just I paid put in as much info as for this dude to tell me that I'm. Oh my god! And it's this guy. This is the guy. I'm sorry, a redhead. Yeah, where's Excuse that me? on the score? <laughs> he looks like he looks like Dollar Tree Sean White. Yeah. Oh my god! Where did you get off? Wow. <laughs> Lastly, I see myself as a very authentic person. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Oh, this is Whoa. great. Um, but yeah, so there's people wasting time on this. That guy's going to be like your two. I wish I could see other people's scores. God, it's all just a parallax page. I hate that. Um, we're going to skip that one. I don't want to listen to Loring or I'm going to talk about it. Um, <laughs> yeah. But okay, so we've we've covered... Oh my gosh. We covered Dark Triad and the Chad and Phrenology. All very key pieces. Very, very key pieces. Uh, we're going to talk about a couple of anti-feminist things real quick. Because, again, there's a big, as you were pointing out earlier, like, taking all of these things that, like, who you see as your intellectual opposition, effectively having, like, answers for, right? Uh, answers for some of these problems that you're facing, but then claiming that they are your your ideological opposition and overall just bad um so incel wiki i don't know if a lot of incels would agree with this necessarily or people in the manosphere but feminism is the process by which women take credit for the innovations by mostly celibate men which made them want to enter <laughs> workforce more 
Feminism is the logical outcome of advanced industry and technology and the natural proclivity of females to maximize their mating strategy of hypergamy in liberal countries. Wow, the liberalness of the country Mm -hmm. really matters here. If there's industry, if there's technology, and if it's liberal, Mm. the women are trying to take credit. If there are Volvos around, (laughs) you know, there are Subarus out there. Mm -hmm. It's awesome. Um, so again, like you, you dig at all. So what's your, oh God. <laughs> <laughs> you're what's up, your... <laughs> uploading a cover letter to wheat waffles. Good Lord. Um, yeah. So obviously there's a, an ideological like opposition to feminism. You click on any, like any Manosphere content, they're going to be straight into the anti-feminism. Bring in, oh, oh this guy God. destroys feminists. This dude, it's always destroys feminists, actually. They don't name it a lot. Um, but this is one of the OGs, uh, Rolo Tomasi. Uh, he's one of the one of the OG Manosphere guys. Um, calls himself somewhat of like an evil evolutionary psychologist. It's a very anti-feminist fit that Rolo's got on right there. Yeah. That guy hates people. The little axe medallion. It's crazy. Um, and this is where we get into the concept of the sexual marketplace uh, and how much value people have when they're dating. Natalie, have you heard about the sexual marketplace? I just saw someone say this the other day. That is a crazy phrase. What the fuck? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I just saw like a graph of attractiveness where like women spike at age 15 and men spike at like 37. Like what are you talking about? Yeah. No, and that's a very key piece. I I mean, that's literally what this graphic's showing you. Yeah, that's it. That's the one I saw. Yeah, so this is that's from Rolo. Start getting hot at 15. Yep. So women are 22 or something. Yeah, they're they're women's peak in the sexual marketplace is at 23 men peak at 38 okay so in an ideal world every 23 year old woman would marry a 38 year old man that's disgusting because that's when they're both the same which also means you know a 30 year old woman should marry approximately a 47 year old it's about 16 years apart. Just marry a woman 16 years younger than you, and you're probably good to go. That's disgusting. According to this graph, I am hideous. I am dried up. Yeah, I'm 32. It's it's all downhill from here. Yeah. I'm like, I'm here. We're not very high. I'm only worthy of a four. So I should be dating. Also, like, this is crazy. 32? They're saying, like, 32 years old women are just like, you've already done the significant slide. It's all, like, by, by the time you're know, 50, you're fucking worthless. I should just kill myself. <laughs> yeah. What? How will I survive if I am not competitive in the sexual marketplace? Right. Women really bottom out at, like, 45. Men, though, really don't bottom out until about 67. I disagree with that. <laughs> um, yeah, so this is obviously ridiculous, but again, this is like one of the OGs. Uh, he wrote this book, The Rational Male, um, and this guy's a, a bit of a dingus. He doesn't talk to a lot of women on his show, but mostly what he does is he literally just talks about like 
again, like pop psychology stuff, training women how to be domestic partners, um, you know, uh, it's mostly just training. If I'm being honest, he focuses a lot on training women, training the bad traits out of women, training subservience into them. Uh, it's a very, very awful, awful time. Uh, and he looks like this and he's bald. If you're wondering, he doesn't have this anymore. Um, but th- this whole thing leads into the idea of hypergamy, which is kind of tied to that graph that we just saw, which is like, again, you can see this bit on the right side over here. I'll drag that over a little bit. It's getting covered up by chat. Just a touch. There we go. Uh, <clears throat> so <laughs> interest and good lookingness. Uh, basically, the concept of hypergamy is that women are like really sneaky uh, and and deceitful. And all they care about right. is marrying as high status of a man as they possibly can. Um, and so women like to date up. And this is really where Jordan Peterson comes into play because hypergamy has been like the hill he's willing to die on. Um but basically, yeah, women just, they only want to date up. And that's why these six poor fucks get no women because all the women want to date these three guys. Um, and this is a really, really key piece because one, it implies that there is actually some way to like objectively value a human being in the sexual marketplace, which obviously not a real thing. Um, but again, like in capitalist society, part of being a high value male can just be that you have a lot of income. None of the rest of it necessarily matters. You can just be rich, and that makes you incredibly high value. Um, but again, this is this is a really, really key piece of the Manosphere. A lot of time spent on hypergamy. And to go along with that female sneakiness, uh, which is refers to... <laughs> <laughs> what does female sneakiness refer to? Female... <laughs> Female sneakiness refers to the general attribute of human females being generally human. sneakier than the males wow. on average. Because we have an, we have data on sneakiness. Yeah, what's the baseline on that? Yeah, so there's there's an average sneakiness. Everybody knows that. Yeah. Uh, psychopathic yeah. women with fast life genes may be the most sneaky ones. Historically, good-looking and intelligent sneaky women were called... Femi fatale, mm. with there being a high cross-cultural pervasiveness of the femi fatale themed tales. Uh, so, you know, you're Adam and Eve's not supposed to eat the goddamn apple. She's sneaky. She eats the apple. Very sneakily. <laughs> Evidence. Pouting and crying. Wow. Which only, which only women, only women, <laughs> only women do. Kleptomania, only women. Only <laughs> free meals. Oh, dude, like what? Lying men don't lie. Virtue <laughs> said never lied. Inclusivity over freedom. That's really liberal. <laughs> Evidence of female sneakiness. <laughs> Orgasms. <laughs> uh, that's sick. Gossip gossiping wow which men never do which men never do Mm. (laughs) just feminism feminism in itself is evidence of sneakiness that's awesome dude general and verbal intelligence wow (laughs) if you are wow that's sneaky (laughs) are you pretty sneaky (laughs) why didn't you tell me you're intelligent (laughs) so sneaky no you knew yeah wow (laughs) 
Um, and You're sorry, high on the sneak. That was a lot of like resources to click through quickly uh, because we're gonna we're about to watch a Jordan Peterson clip, and this is really where we get into the portion of like people with academic backgrounds placing themselves into the manosphere, but doing so with like a level of intellectuality that the line between the manosphere and like right wing spaces is getting very very blurry. Um, I mean, Jordan Peterson is at this point above everything else a right wing. Uh, like influencer effectively i would say um yeah and hypergamy is like one of the ideas that he really latched onto early uh and here's a, a quicker clip of him talking about female hypergamy and its impact on human evolution natalie do you have any guesses what he's gonna say no wow making making everyone soy boys soy boys <laughs> All right, let's check it out. Do women play in relationship to men? What role do women play in relationship to men? Well, first, they make themselves conscious. Let's not I'm not able to hear that. it. Because the, I would say... You can't hear? Mm -mm. I hate that for you. It's okay. You can just play it if, if, if it's good for everyone else. It's okay. I'm going to send it to you. I, I'm familiar. With I hate that you can't hear it. Mr. Peterson. It's going to bother me. Do what you want, but I sent you the link. The primary role that women have in relationship to men is to make themselves conscious, and men don't precisely like that. There's nothing that will make a man more self-conscious than being rejected. And why, because why is he rejected? Well, obviously, Mother Nature, in the guise of that particular woman, has said, you're not so bad for a friend, but there's no reason that your genetic material should propagate itself into the future. <laughs> <clears throat> Right. Well, I mean, it's not like men are exactly happy about being made, made self-conscious by women, right? It's a major source of continual tension between men and women, and it's no wonder. But it's also the case, and this is something really cool and interesting to know, you know, we div div divulged, di divulged, di whatever, that's it, diverged. We diverged from the common mm, ancestor between word. us and chimpanzees about six million years ago. Here's why, at least in part, chimpanzees... <laughs> I say this all the time. I'm always trying to propagate my material self into the future. <laughs> yeah, it's just nonsense. Good luck. Like, okay, let's keep going because he's about to get into the good shit. Males are non-discriminant maters. They'll mate with any male. When they go into heat, which human females don't, when, when they go into heat, then any male is allowed access. Now the dominant males chase the subordinate males away. And so the dominant males are more likely to leave offspring, but it's not because of the female choice. It's not the case with human beings. Human females engage in hypergamy, I and hypergamy is the, and this is also true cross-culturally, and it's also these, quite... These supposed uh, serious people about, <laughs> about the fact that that's not the case with human beings. Right. <laughs> but he's like, this is true cross-culturally. It's just as extensive in Scandinavia. Not quite. There's a bit of attenuation, but not much. Women mate across and up dominance hierarchies. Men mate across and down. Okay, and that has to be the case, because obviously it has to work that way. If one goes up, the other has to go down. The socioeconomic status of a woman is almost determines almost zero of her attractiveness towards a man, whereas the socioeconomic status of a man is a major determinant of his attractiveness towards a woman. And it isn't his wealth either, because that's been tested. It's his capacity to generate and be productive and to share. 
because that beats the hell out of wealth. Wealth can disappear, right? But the capacity to be productive and share, that's, that's a much more important element. And why not be chosen on the basis of that, especially because women have to have infants, and infants make the woman dependent, and the woman is just looking logically, rationally, and from an evolutionary perspective, for someone who's yeah. useful enough to, give a, to lend a hand. Mm -hmm. mm. Wow. Precisely. Incredible. Uh, and there's a few key things. Again, like talking about women mate over and up and men date over and down. Well, that's a really interesting place to fall as like a linear average because, again, you're, you're basing that off of like some type of an average. So you're saying on average, men date lower value women and women date higher value men. But also, again, we live in a patriarchal system where men have a lot of the resources. And when you are defining high-value men as having resources, <laughs> that immediately gives every man a leg up on being higher value. So it's like, it's a bit of a logical fallacy where you're automatically assigning higher value to one of the genders and then saying, so they date down. <laughs> It's, it's they quite... hogged all the money. I don't know what to tell you. Like, it's <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> not my fault. <laughs> it's just silly. Um, and there's just like, there's a few things going on here. One, it's just, it's so ridiculous. Again, because this is basically nonsense, there's, there's not really anything here. Again, back to what you were saying earlier. This is more of like diagnosing a problem with like inequity between genders but instead assigning this as some type of like universal like human truth that like I, what i don't even understand what the point could possibly be behind hypergamy and this is like kind of where it ties into the into the manosphere i don't understand what point there is to talking about this other than to insinuate that like women want resources like, I, I don't know what other conclusion, especially idiots who are clicking on this shit, well, it's could a lot harder to come to. It's a lot harder to sell that one sentence as a series of podcasts and DVDs. Right. You know? It has to be intellectual. Exactly. Mm -hmm. 100%. Or a PDF for $30. A $30 PDF or <laughs> yeah. some other type of My PowerPoint presentation is $30. Right. Oh man, they crave, crave persecution. persecution. Yeah, many people do. Well, Not me though, as somebody who's just regularly persecuted. <laughs> yeah, I don't need to crave it. Yeah, um, but again, like talking about how this impacts human evolution, but like this, <laughs> what's the argument that we evolve like generation to generation? Because this is an incredibly <laughs> like super current relationship yeah, that we're yeah. describing. It's not like evolution is a million years process. Like right. this this doesn't make any sense. This is nonsense. Illogical. <laughs> yeah. Like And that's one of the one of the Sorry, ahead. go ahead. Oh, I was just gonna say one of the points that people love to talk about too is like, oh well like, you know, eight thousand years ago the like leader guy of the tribe or whatever would have sex with all the women. So this is just a continuation of inequity towards chads. And it's like, do you think that was how all the women wanted that to play out? <laughs> <laughs> you think that you think like consent was, was getting sensual? emphasized? Yeah, Genghis Khan was like definitely super yeah. big. On Every, the thing is, Genghis Khan had like sick like 
colorful tilt to his eye. <laughs> Uh, he was a total Sigma Chad. Was they not were a all... Man all the ladies were like, we just want to... Hey, is there room to fuck Genghis Khan? Yeah, uh, what would the waffle guy give him? Like a... Terrible. 9.6. <laughs> Genghis Khan, 9.6. Why? His eyes are just the right amount of far apart. And that's like, ultimately, to me, one of the biggest problems with the pop Evo psych and its emergence into the manosphere. And, and even more than that, like sliding its way into like right wing spaces is that a lot of it is like, again, with with Evo psych, we're literally talking about evolutionary psychology. So like you're trying to describe super like you're trying to describe problems where the historical context is both incredibly immediate. These are problems that have developed maybe over the last 30 to 40 years in America, but you're trying to sell it as something that is like, Oh, we've like evolved into this. Uh, there's an <laughs> evolutionary perspective to this, but it's like, no, it's, you can explain most of this with economic inequality. Mm -hmm. And like can be traced to like extremely specific policy advances and stuff like that like the the problem some of the problems that they're identifying relationships are just like that women can get a divorce now like you know there you can trace things to very specific actions that we have taken and not like changes in our evolutionary psychology right what they really mean is the evolutionary the psychological evolution of feminism that's the real problem when the women got the right to divorce that's when everything went downhill. Uh, They're just leaving because I'm mean. Yeah. How dare they? Right. I told my wife to feed my poison to my dog and she hates me for it. <laughs> she said, I'm pregnant. I have your kids inside me. I don't care. <laughs> he sucks. Um, this is just more of him being all about hypergamous shit. Uh, but I did want to, I want to touch on this cause I, I brought it up a couple of times. Uh, this is also like the best Manosphere debunking video I've ever seen. Mooncat, everyone, if you have not seen this video, absolutely phenomenal. If you want to learn some more about this shit, fantastic presentation of a lot of this information. Uh, but I do just want to watch this quick little section that she has, uh, talking about the dating apps and the data, because this is such a massive, like in the Manosphere, in the content all these dudes want to talk about, oh, the data shows, data shows, data shows. They're literally talking about, like, plenty of fish and Tinder. <laughs> That's all they're talking about. The numbers. The numbers. Well, the numbers show. I should be having sex way more. Yeah. People according need to, to like, <laughs> the word data in this country has been so horribly. People need to understand that, like, just because the word data is used in a sentence, like, that doesn't mean that it's whatever's after that is like objectively true right because the data okay like my my like people like my father maybe could see the data you know yeah and then just like people who are on facebook all the time see data yeah. and believe it and they're like oh well, it's the, the data jacob the numbers facts don't <laughs> the care numbers. about feelings it's the data and it's like from where right why how how none of that none matters of that shit um, none of that science. I just want the data. Yeah, like, it, oh man, the, yeah. but the numbers and numbers are not. Uh, yeah, never mind. It's yeah. Let's get into that soon. We'll get into that. Basically, soon. a lot of like really problematic data. It is data, right? There are numbers <laughs> and like experiences happening on dating apps. 
but to distill that down into like any type of trend that you try to withdraw like a worldview or an indication of how you should behave with and towards other people obviously probably not a great idea at all um natalie i have a question you have you have like a family yes are you married so you, did you ever have like dating app experience? No. Sick. It seems very terrible to me. Um, I don't know. Like, I don't, I don't know. Just the, the idea that human beings can just be like flipped through like an encyclopedia, thumbs up, thumbs down, thumbs up, thumbs down. Like, I, uh, I don't love it. Yeah. No, there's something very weird about like taking a consumerist approach to dating where you're, yeah, you're and just flipping the through this... like the fuck catalog. Yeah. It's pretty Yeah, terrible. and just the way it's set up and like the, I don't know, and then the way people use it, I don't know. It just like, just go outside. I don't know. Like, I mean, no offense if like, if you met your partner that way, that is fantastic. But um, I don't know that, I, I don't, I don't love the impact on society, I don't think. Right. No, I mean, I've been, I've been, I, you know, maybe like six years ago, I was scrolling. I was one of the, the swipers. Well, yeah, you were in college, yeah. <laughs> you know? You were, you were swippity swip swipe All over the place. Yeah. And it's so, it's disgusting. It, it's, it's, um, and not to, again, like if you, if it works for you and you've like created meaningful relationships off of there, great. But the numbers, <laughs> the, the number, the data says that you are one in a trillion, my friend. Mm-hmm. Um, because it's just, it, you're very, you're, it's very true. Like people do not deserve to be swiped through like pages in a, in an encyclopedia, yeah. which is an excellent, like, it feels uh, it feels much much worse than that. It's like I, you know, this incredible person. It's just I'll never, you know. And then they come up. Obviously, if you swipe enough, you're like coming back. But yeah, that's if you live in a small enough town. Anyways, it just seems terrible to like reduce your humanity as like a potential yeah. partner down to like you're six photos and fuck like, book. Yeah, like I've got my Rolodex of fuckables here. I and... went to Mexico. <laughs> Here's me with a fish. I love Bon Jovi. My favorite place is actually the beach. Like, I'm not like that. Not the cliche way. Like it actually for here's, me. Here's a lyric I like. <laughs> it's just it sounds so bad. I love Wiz Khalifa. Yeah, I I also just like yeah. I've not taken part. My relationship predates swiping. So four like, four twenty friendly. Yeah, four twenty smoke. Yes. <laughs> Just awful. Okay, let's watch this quick. Uh, oh, I'm gonna honestly speed this up to. Oh a wait, I have one story. really good dating app story. Okay. I, I forgot. Okay, so um, I've been married for ten years. So I this pretender, um, but I was on a dating app when I was nineteen, um, and I was doing AmeriCorps, and I was on wow. OkCupid, which existed at the time, and I went on a date with someone from OkCupid, and he was a weird little freak in a derogatory way not a good weird little freak not a good weird little freak it was like it was just not good like no sparks 
whatever. Um, and I was like, oh, you know, I don't, I don't think I'm really feeling this. That's the only OkCupid date I ever went on. And it turns out he was writing an article for his college paper about online dating. I was never been kissed. No. I'm so bad. I was like, no, no, I am way too hot for you. This is not fair. <laughs> you do not get to have been writing an article and just using me for that. No. Damn. At least there weren't sparks. I feel like it would have hurt more if there were sparks. I know. If I, like, really liked him and he was just, like, writing his, his little article. He's probably but, not a yeah. famous reporter now. A famous reporter could have <laughs> could have at least faked some sparks. I know. I know. I'm going to Google him. I'm not going to tell you guys his name, obviously. Please don't. You literally <laughs> got never been kissed. That's actually fucked up. Yeah, it's kind of mean. Like, like I was actually, I mean, I was a disaster of a human being, but I was genuinely looking for a partner. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. Also, like, again, as if dating apps aren't, like, fun dehumanizing enough, dude. Now you got to put me through this shit where I'm just, like, a source. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I made him a homemade pizza, too. Like, oh. I invited him to my house. And I made the pizza dough from scratch. And no, like, it not was even a pre-made crust. I know. I know. I was trying. I, I know better now. I was trying way too hard at the time. <laughs> I hope. I hope. Um, I, I hope he felt bad. Right. Like, I hope he. I hope he got hope so he little bad. clicks on that article. <laughs> yeah. I hope it performed I like had dog it shit. Yeah. I was living in a house with two other girls and it was the alumni of like, or she had gone to the university and she sent me the article and I was like, oh my God, this is fucking mortifying. Like, That's terrible. Did he at least change your name? Um, it, He didn't say my name at all. He um, just referred to like the person on the date or like her or whatever. But <laughs> her. She, so that's good at least. So I'm with her. <laughs> excellent reporting damn that's crazy that sucks that's really wild that would be upsetting to me um honestly like my newspaper teachers though like would have been like yes great scoop oh yes you've got a brain for the story he's got (laughs) this kid's got stuff this would have been like 2009 so it was like right when this was like rising as the way to meet people so i'm sure it was like oh i'll get on there and then write a story about the experience or whatever yeah, I get the appeal, but like, I am actually like looking for someone, right. asshole. And he opened with, "I don't usually like short hair on girls, but it looks good on you." I like, oh great, that's, that's great. insane. I still want to date with him because I hated myself. I what had made no... you go with that first? And then he hits you with the backhanded compliment, <laughs> and made... then it's a shit date. What then made you go with that pizza. Then he writes an article. <laughs> That's, That's just awful. an insane way to open. To be fair to you, I, I would have also just gotten married if that happened to me. <laughs> okay, let's watch this quick. I'm speeding it up. We're going to play it at 1.25 speed. Tangible evidence the Manosphere has for modern day hypergamy is from dating apps. 
yeah, that's it. Data from dating apps. And this doesn't account for, you know, the plenty of fish data, the tender data that we have. This is fresh and fit for everybody's reference. Men do not get nearly Why as really? many options as women. And even if we're talking about top tier guys, they still cannot compete. Mm -hmm. Since deleted 2009 official blog post on OkCupid okay, showed women rating men as worse looking than medium 80% of the time. Most of the men on Tinder of the profiles they come across, females, they'll swipe right on. Look at this man's jacket, bro. When it comes to females, like, they'll only swipe right on 4.5%. But the reality is, guys, you look at OkCupid's okay, data yeah. and they behave a certain way. On Tinder, uh, yeah. Women are they they like you know swipe right they like the profiles of only four percent men when they see female profiles they swipe right or like uh, more than sixty percent. That's a great example of hypergamy. Time to get debunked again, bitch. You like this? Being thoroughly debunked by a vagina haver with a second class degree in music production? There was one infamous blog post made by OKCupid in 2009, which supposedly exposed the hypergamous nature of women. It showed that women rated 80% of men on the website as below average in attractiveness, whereas men's ratings for women's attractiveness resemble more of an equalized bell curve. They jumped on this as proof of their Pareto principle. It's generally believed that this is one of the main catalysts of the modern an incel movement and the blog post was eventually taken down not long after the incel attack in Toronto where 11 people died. The incels took this to mean that big tech was trying to hide the truth of hypergamy. Ironically, that same blog post actually showed that women are more likely to be open to messaging men they see as less attractive, whereas men are more likely to only message women they rate as more attractive. Weird. <laughs> That's so weird. So this is how men rated the women but this is who they want to message. They really only want to message like eights and nines and tens versus the women on the face. Huge field. spike at just below average looking. They're like, I'll totally talk to this guy. Whereas like you get down here, they're like, yeah, I don't know about that. Again, kind of going to what you were. These are these are the short little guys. These are short right. guys. These are this is Matt Bomer. Nobody's messaging Matt <laughs> Bomer on Tinder. Also, the irony, Matt Bomer's gay. What do you have him on your incel site for? <laughs> Not even like a good reference. This, <laughs> this gay man. This beautiful gay man's taking this, all the this women. This gorgeous gay man is the reason that you can't get laid. It's his fault. He's one of the 20%. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but this is like kind of where this starts to break down. So like obviously in the manosphere, you really only get presented with this data. And they'll use this as like... One, obviously, evidence of hypergamy. They're like, oh, the women think everybody's so ugly. They only want the top 20% of guys. Uh, but then also being like, well, women, men are just more realistic, you know? Oh, they, they're so much more <laughs> realistic in dating. <laughs> right. Uh, and this is kind of, it literally, you go one layer deeper into the data and you it starts to break down immediately. But again, they'd rather just make infinite 90-minute podcasts about this data point and never mention this data point attractive to themselves. So it showed that even though women rate most men as below average, they are much more likely to message them anyway. So here we are again with the incel projection of shallow dating preferences on women. In addition to this, r slash Tinder data generally tends to show that men will swipe right on most women and women will be very picky and the ones that they do swipe right on will very likely result in a match. I need to explain why this is the case. A fact that the red pill seems to gloss over is that women are always going to 
to be more picky than men when it comes to dating due to the increased risk of violence and pregnancy, not because of hypergamy. Let's have a look at some stats that the manosphere completely ignores. Younger women who have used dating sites or apps are especially likely to report having negative interactions with others on these platforms. A majority of female online daters younger than 50 say harassment, unsolicited explicit messages are very common on dating platforms. 60% of female users aged 18 to 34 say someone on a dating site or app continued to contact them after they said they were not interested, while a similar share, 57%, report being sent a sexually explicit message or image that they didn't ask for. We can probably lump you getting turned into an article into that 57%. That, that probably fits there into that. Yeah. Roughly half of women think dating on sites or apps are an unsafe way to meet people. More under 20s sexually assaulted after meeting offenders on dating sites. The victims in 83% of the 671 cases were female and 17% were male. Oh, and I'm not done yet. Here's a full report from ABC about Tinder's failure to act on and chatting. So this causes men to get less matches on the ladies that they're swiping right on. And the men are getting annoyed that they're getting less matches because this leads to less of a chance that they'll find someone that they like. To them, this just becomes a numbers game. So they start swiping right on more and more and more women and women start to realize- <laughs> Okay, I've never paid attention to that clip. Those devices are on. This is spit. <laughs> They're just swiping with a little fish tied crazy. to a motor. The sushi <laughs> swiper. insane. That's ridiculous. That's such a, so disrespectful to the fish, man. Yeah, dude. Jesus. Why would you? That whoever they swipe right on, they're quite likely to get a match with them. And because they don't want too many unsolicited pictures of male genitalia taken with a pissy toilet bowl in the background to deal with, they start being more picky, confident that this won't matter because they'll still get a lot of matches anyway. As the women get more picky, the men get less and less picky. It's a negative feedback loop. It's not real life. Another stat that Red Pill seems to ignore. That's the big one that I wanted to get to. Uh, is like women usership of dating apps slowly has receded on like every app that's been released and spikes right at the beginning. Everybody's like, ooh, Bumble, ooh, Tinder, ooh, okay, Cupid, ooh. Yeah, I won't get pics on here. Right, yeah. Oh, this <laughs> one's like, nope, they're still there. <laughs> yeah, they're like, oh, maybe this one's moderated. No. <laughs> uh, and so then there's people, and obviously, like, curiosity and loneliness, again, is going to, like, get the best of people. And most people during any single phase of their life, relatively likely to download some type of dating app in today's world. But again, like, the women get sick of the experience faster, start being more and more picky. They spend less time on the app. They swipe on less people, knowing that likely the people that they swipe on are going to match with them. Whereas men could swipe on 900 people and get three matches. So then they start doing exactly that. It becomes a numbers game. It's just like using shitty, cheesy pickup lines at the bar, except for it's a consumerist fuck catalog version of that. Where instead of actually having to do any human interaction, you just swipe. That's you effectively like shooting your shot in a way. And so then they just swipe, 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 swipe. I mean, we're seeing them build fucking sushi swipers. The sushi swiper, I still can't get over that. That's, That's crazy. Like, he flipped that, it off when get he ran a out of job. <laughs> yes, seriously. Get a job. Go or clock in somewhere. <laughs> yeah, like. Go experience some real – get your hands dirty, you know? Like, that's a guy who deserves to spend a day, like, m maybe mowing my lawn or something. <laughs> right. I'll give you 20 bucks tomorrow. Right yeah. <laughs> Awful. Um, oh, Kevin – first of all, <laughs> okay. Kevin Samuel's death anniversary was – 
Was it recently? It was Cinco de Mayo. Oh, rest in he piss. He died on Cinco de Mayo yeah. last year. Um, and I just thought I would bring up how hilarious it is that he died on Cinco de Mayo. Now, there are some specific rumors about the manner in which he died. Margs? Um, it was cardiac was arrest. Was it auto-eradication? Oh. Car- it was it was cardiac arrest, but <laughs> you thought it was choked. You thought he got oh, sexy yeah. choked I, to death on Cinco de Mayo? No, he was uh, he was allegedly <laughs> with a member of a population who he derided quite famously, very often, um, in a in a sexual manner, allegedly, which is. <laughs> He was he was um he was found what, with a coke with like some Colombian ladies or something. He, he, Pretty much, yeah, <laughs> yeah. He was, yeah, yeah. Nice, yeah. With, um, and he he hated uh, Latinas specifically. Nice classic. The old for whatever reason. fetishization <laughs> hatred. Yeah, grift. Um, okay, we are running low on time, so I'm not going to take the time to watch all of these. This is crazy long. We're just going to fly through this anyway. Um, but this is like one of the OG Manosphere incels. Uh, he would have women on to his... He had like a studio show where it was like one guy with a mic, very Colin Coward-esque. Uh, <laughs> kind of looked like a sports radio talk show. He would invite women on to join virtually or in studio. And then he would basically just like shred them to pieces on like why they're too fat. They're not tall enough. They don't dress well enough. They don't do their makeup right. Right, their haircuts bad uh, and basically tell them like all of these like physical reasons why they're not getting the men that they want or that they're just like really dumb and they are bad at choosing men those were basically his classic talking points um, yeah and so he's kind of one of the OGs he's really the one who like super monetized this type of again dressed up as like self-help dressed up as like soul searching or any type of shit like that you know you're oh i'm a person who can teach you how to grow and like become a successful dater and then it's just this guy being a dickhead uh and a huge misogynist um this one kevin samuels exposed again jealousy and white women back with another exclusive video that kevin deleted from He's new to me. Tell me, can you hear the jealousy? I never heard of this guy. Yeah, he's an OG. Like Jake said, he died last year and stopped making content a few years before that, um, but was like a really, really early adopter of the grift. Um, Loved by a lot. There was a lot like people, classic like rest and piss bozo type dialogue going on when he died. And a lot of the incel community was like up in arms about like, why would you guys talk ill of the dead? Like you need to show some respect. This is like one of our leaders, you know? Yeah, he gets uh, way too much love on on Twitter still. Yeah, and some of the some of the newer people like Sneeko and Fresh and Fit and stuff, they'll like shout him out all the time, still to this day. <laughs> this man is so what jealous. What is he doing? He was attractive. He did not need to do this. It's a grift. I mean, it's, yeah. it's the same thing with like yeah. Sneeko. Uh, Sneeko's a fairly decent looking guy too, and just it's, I mean, it's just a sound. There's worse looking people than Sneeko for sure. I'm telling you, on that scale, he's like a four. Yeah, but there's threes in there. I'm just Kevin Samuels is a wood for me. I'm so sorry. This is well, not Natalie, that I know we're his not playing but... Smash or Pass, but I do. <laughs> I do respect your Manus willingness. Fear, to fear edition. Okay. What's Jordan Peterson? Smash or Pass. All right, Jordan Peterson. Quick fire round, Jordan Peterson. Post finasteride treatment. <laughs> 
and clean off of benzos. Absolutely not. No, ew. Okay, pre <laughs> during the benzo addiction, pre finasteride. <laughs> For sure, <laughs> that's what I want. Nothing like eating vegetables. <laughs> Nothing like a bald guy who's benzoed out eating veggies. <laughs> eat a salad, yeah. <laughs> eat a salad. <laughs> yeah. Has more patrons than almost all the black men in this sector of YouTube. Where I come from, it's called pocket watching. And why are we talking about somebody's money? We're all here to make money, and I make so no bones about it. But it's a shame that Cynthia G has more patrons than almost all the black men in this sector of YouTube. Why are we talking? Fuck this video. Fuck that guy. Um, But yeah, terrible guy. And again, like, did a lot of, like, anti-black shit on his show as well. I think, again, just ties in more to, like, the grift. Um, I think over time, the Manosphere has gotten, like, more and more diverse. There are a lot more, like, black and Indian men taking part in the Manosphere in addition to the swaths oh, of bald-bearded white men. Misogyny, yeah. misogyny uh, but, is building bridges. Yeah. I'm so glad that it's looking yeah, more diverse man. and equitable and inclusive. I want an inside <laughs> one that looks a little bit more like we do. <laughs> I do a DEI for the insult community. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the Manosphere DEI committee. It's important. It's important to, you know, when I go to a self-hate podcast, I need to see someone who looks like me to self-hate effectively. How am I going to know? <laughs> Just getting, like, really wrapped up in identity politics. <laughs> yeah. How am I going to know how to hate me if I don't see someone who looks like me? I want yeah. to be reflected. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Jesus Christ. Uh, and yeah, again, just more like anti-black white supremacy type beats on his show. He was particularly brutal to black women. That was a lot of who he of would like, go on. Like uh, Fresh and Fit, they go to a lot of like, my. they're in Florida, so they get a lot of like Miami type bimbo beats on their show who are not media trained and they get them drunk and take their phones away so they can't look shit up. And then they try to embarrass them. Uh, Kevin Samuels would just have like, black women on and just shit on them yeah basically just be like you're too black to ever find like a good partner yeah he that grift is like um i don't know it's it's amazing that that's still as as you know profitable as it is um because i think we're all pretty much wised up to that like more and more profitable yeah i missed this but (laughs) willie said matt bomer has taken all of my girlfriends (laughs) true if you're lucky he's so high on the scale okay this is jordan peterson clarifying and doubling down on his incel comments this is him on joe rogan which again if you i'm on joe rogan if you are at a place in your life where you're like man i could really use some guidance i'm really trying to better myself <laughs> Go to rogan. and you're one just watching the joe rogan experience but even worse if you're watching the clips where like tim pool or jordan peterson are on like man there are i guarantee there's better places do you know that if you do acid like twice a day it's like nine times you're like 10 times more likely to be a billionaire wow no pull that up go 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 pull that up that can't be true yeah (laughs) no he's telling the truth yeah and then i did acid (laughs) with two of my friends (laughs) yeah men ages 14 to 65 were like whoa yeah they're like, I gotta get my hands on some ass. No, I, I shouldn't say men, I should say white men. Yeah. 
All right, let's roll this. I'm also going to speed this one up. That's a you people problem. It is Sunday. I don't want to take up all of Natalie's evening. Or hypergamous, which means they mate up in the, they mate across and up dominant hierarchies. And so if you're a male who's successful in a given hierarchy, the probability that you're going to have additional mating opportunities is exceptionally high. It's an unbelievably good predictor of that. That hypergamy is a very uncomfortable discussion. Yes, some it people. certainly is. It it's doesn't matter. Well, there's plenty of uncomfortable yeah, discussions to be that's had. That's a big one, though. It is. The, the idea that it defines women's sexual choices by the fact hmm? that they want bigger, bigger, better. Hmm? They want well, someone who's more, okay. more successful, hmm? someone who's so, so higher on the social ladder than what they're accustomed to or what they have Yeah, now. well, what women do is, that, like, mate choice is a very difficult problem. So how do you solve it? Well, here's how women solve it. Throw them in a ring. Let them compete at whatever they're competing at. Assume that the man who wins is the best man. Marry him. Yes. It's a brilliant solution. It's a market-oriented solution. It's actually the solution that appears to have driven our evolutionary departure from chimpanzees. It's also, a biological also, solution. It's it's a biological one, one, thing about, one thing about white man ages, you know, 25 to... If you say market-oriented, it's like <laughs> they, they immediately... Oh... <laughs> they immediately you say anything about the market like oh yeah no but that's but what the market. that's literally what the entire in my mind like using hypergamy fixing <laughs> on it in the manosphere it does a couple of things again one like it creates this low level just kind of baseline distrust in women that even if you got a partner you can't trust them because they're gonna just leave you for the bigger better next thing exactly what he's saying uh but also um exactly exactly that like uh, it's the gamification, the marketification of dating, this thing that is not quantifiable in any way and trying to turn it into a thing where there are all of these criteria and all of them can be scientifically, objectively designated and put into categories and we can measure your eye tilt and we can measure the distance between your pupils and your ears and your cheekbones and... Uh, you know, you have a value and women have a value and all of these stars need to align for you to find like a perfectly matched thing. Um, but it's also just fucking ridiculous because like what what <laughs> I would be very shocked to find any men who watch this type of content who wouldn't want to date a younger, hotter woman than them. And they're not rich. Right. So it's like we're we're projecting this desire to date up, which famously no men ever want to do. <laughs> like, I don't know. I don't know if your husband men are is not like, sneaky enough to do anything like no, that. We're not sneaky enough. I don't, know, <laughs> I don't know if your husband is like a football guy at all. But like I was thinking about this earlier while I was just sitting around. But it's like this concept is so ingrained that like men want to date up that it's so funny that this works because we literally like cis men have a phrase for it out kicking your coverage <laughs> we have a fucking we have a sports metaphor for dating someone hotter than you it's called out kicking your coverage and it's just so funny to me that this is something that like the oh. manosphere just projects onto women like oh it's it's only women who want to date like better people <laughs> you should want to date someone who sucks and is ugly and has no future no drive like me like me <laughs> exactly like and that's ultimately, like, where we're headed is, like, actually talking about, like, oh, one one wife per man. Like, I hate communism, except for if we do a wife. <laughs> yeah. If we can do wife communism, you can get me on board, because I'd love one. I really, <laughs> really hate say? that shit. Really hate it. And I feel like you, like, oh, these men are not fulfilling their end of the fucking bargain. Like, if you want someone who is young and hot, where's your fucking money? I don't know. Like, it's worth <laughs> something. Mm -hmm. It's worth, like, 
like that used that was like their tra- love of like traditional relationships like that was the arrangement you traded those things where's your money right. i don't know <laughs> no exactly we were literally talking about that while you were downloading google chrome um <laughs> <laughs> was this concept like exactly that precisely like this used to be the trade off right but now you have all these guys who want to uphold the traditional roles in a marriage except for brother you're not fucking loaded you can't pay for me to stay home you should i'm working what the fuck good are you so you have to like so i gotta work something else to the table i gotta work and have the baby and do all the housework and do your fucking laundry like all this shit i gotta do for what you're gonna like mow the lawn once a week wow dude yeah oh you're gonna take the car to the shop so another man can work on it wow (laughs) But yeah, you're right. Like they're not upholding their end of the bargain. And I think that's like a big piece of this is like, it's all about the hypothetical, like trying to, again, like we we were discussing in the thread on the Steven Crowder thing, but like the subjugation and like entrapment of women, it's like trying to get a marriage off of this hypothetical that like, I'll be rich enough someday to free you from your labor. So marry me. And then what if that doesn't fucking pan out? And then your it wife divorces you. Steven Crowder is fucking rich and she's like poisoning herself to give the medication to the dogs. He could, he could hire someone to do all of that stuff. He can mm-hmm. buy a second car. It doesn't, but it doesn't matter. Cause it's just like, it's not paying off. Like you're not getting what you're promised. And like, if you are with like a like hot slamming body, 23 year old, that is worth something socially. Like that is like a, I mean, I kind of agree with them that there is like a value to that. And if you want that, you have to offer something like you need to if that's the relationship with you want, then where's your fucking money? I don't right. know. Otherwise, you're going to be stuck with me, which is <laughs> like I'm going to I'm 32. I'm like getting up there and I'm going to expect you to like vacuum sometimes. Like, I don't know. Like, those are your choices. Like, make money or don't. I don't know. Like, <laughs> mm-hmm. no. And I think that's the thing for most people. I think. Most people, when confronted as at your... Okay, you pose this to, like, most people. I think they fold in a fucking second. You're youthful, like, maybe right out of college, early, mid-20s, as good as you're maybe ever going to look, in as good a shape as you're ever going to look, and somebody with a bag says, hey, come hang out and be my partner, and you don't have to fucking work a day in your life. I think most people are fucking folding, to be honest. But that's the problem is that homies can't uphold that end of the bargain. And so then you're at that point, you're a fucking loser who just wants a young, hot wife. You're just a borderline pedophile at that point. Like you're just portraying a febophilia effectively. You're like, I really love college women. It's like, all right. That's weird as fuck. Okay, Glenn. You know? <laughs> Are you literally at least a B-list celebrity? Right. No, then you have no shot, dude. You're just a guy who works in accounting and insurance. Like, yeah, that's too bad, Glenn. Yeah. <laughs> it's just ridiculous. Yeah. yeah you're, had, no, you're spot on. I have so many stupid dating stories, even though it's been a while. But when I was 20, I dated someone who was 28. And I asked if the age gap bothered him. And he said, no, he liked it. Um, and so that was great. We had sex one time. Um, I don't think he has ever heard of a clitoris. It was the worst thing ever. No, there is no. a reason that he is 28 going for a 20 year old. Yeah. It's because yeah. they're bad at everything. Yeah. He was like, just hoping they hadn't discovered it yet either. Yeah. Yeah. He was just hoping that <laughs> I would up. know better. Yeah. Purrs up. We both <laughs> don't know where it is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. God, that's awful. <laughs> 
20 jesus christ did you have any good dating before you got into your eventual marriage <laughs> not really i don't know <laughs> i guess that's kind of how it goes to be fair yeah yeah it's just like if you find one who's decent you're just like oh i'm hanging on for dear life i've seen what's out there yeah no and that's honestly like incredibly tried like tried and true and something that i think is just so painfully missing from this dialogue is like man it's a fucking rough world out here if you can get somebody to fucking love you and you love them do that shit up and literally don't fuck it up who are these all these people with commitment issues i am like dude it is like (laughs) it's gnarly out there i don't know like if you meet someone who is like decent and treats you well and you're attracted to them and you're just like oh my god like why are you fucking it up lock that shit up yeah no, uh-huh. it's just it's I, and I think that's another thing that comes through through like all this manosphere content is like the insecurity of it all. I think ultimately that's like the underlying current, even with content creators and great transition as we get into Myron here, that maybe the most insecure man I've oh, ever Myron. seen in my entire fucking life. Myron. Um but like yeah, it's it's exactly that. It's like I, I think part of it is the fear of like your personal inability to like hold down a stable relationship. So it 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 it's reassuring to gamify it, to market it, and like turn it into a market thing where it's like, I'm not dating, I'm trading stocks, I'm making re- sexual investments, you know? <laughs> and like feel, instead of you're just scared of being alone out there like the rest of us, and most people are not a match for you, and that's just true of everyone, and it sucks, and it's hard, and it's scary to be alone, and I'm sorry, but you can't like like game your way out of it there is no hack for it it just sucks i don't know you just gotta (laughs) be a better person and like listening to these dickheads is not making you a better person you can't just keep investing in your 401 cock and hope (laughs) that someday it pays dividends with a young hot wife at some point you gotta be like realistic and again I, i think that's just the piece missing is like acknowledging the realities of your fucking situation well that's what i mean material conditions well that's like what i was referring to like striving is striving is the is the problem here mm-hmm. because if we can't get to a place of acceptance it you know like that's one thing about like being a man i feel like acceptance is frowned upon just like period like the word acceptance is synonymous with resignation yeah which is not true in real life like no. in actuality that's not what's happening because there is an incredible amount of value in contentment Yes. In like being okay with the person that you are, the potential that you hold, and even like understanding there's a a cap on the amount of money I can make a year. Those are okay things to make. But yeah, you're absolutely right. Like, (laughs) there's not a cap. (laughs) There's no cap. I can be Jeff Bezos, even though I'm dirt fucking poor. Yeah. Um, (laughs) It's just, it's so dumb. And again, like, I think that just, you're right, like, striving to just be like, um, if I was just the buffest, richest guy, even though I'm doing nothing to get richer or buffer, uh, you know, those two, those two things would just and then fix you, my And life. then you pay another twenty four ninety nine for the next month. Yeah. So you can just reconfirm that. Yeah. So they, that can click again for you. Right. And then you pay another month. And that month you think, mm-hmm. oh, um, maybe I'm okay, wrong. We're going to quickly dig into three of like the modern so we went through some of the theory we dug through some of the underlying thoughts we looked at peterson we briefly looked at samuels and tomasi if we had more time tomasi is a very fun one 
Uh, if you want to get lost in the sauce, watch some Rolo Tomasi. Um, but we're going to dig into three of like the freshest, hottest grifters. And the entire point that I'm trying to make by watching these clips is this is a fucking grift. Ultimately, this is where the Manosphere has ended up. I think something that maybe for like Kevin Samuels, even I could believe that maybe early on in his career, he genuinely believed he could help people. Then he understood how much money he could make by just making people feel bad about themselves. And that's what we see today with the Manosphere is like it is a feedback loop and it's also a trap. Once you are in, the goal is to isolate you. It really is like a manipulation tactic ultimately to isolate you, make you think that this is your in-group, that these are the only people that care about your well-being, even though they don't. They're just trying to monetize your attention uh, and then try to sell you shit. And so we're going to look at Fresh and Fit, Sneeko, and the very famous Andrew Tate uh, and look at a few of the things that they've said, but more importantly, uh, how you can buy services from them and how much money they're all worth. So here's Sneeko. Bad boys always smash more. No, this is Myron. My, Myron from Fresh and Fit. Goddamn, who is balding also. Yeah. The age-old question. Why do girls like bad boys? Guys, it boils down to one thing. Bad boys always put themselves first, women second. When you're a bad boy, you always put your needs first over a woman's, and that is inherently attractive to women because women know deep down, instinctually, they are not leaders and must be led. Bad boys inadvertently put themselves first, which inherently makes them attractive. Bam. All right. It, Bam. <laughs> inadvertently put themselves first. Completely inadvertent. <laughs> what do you think about that, Natalie? You think women are just intrinsically not leaders and need to be led by dickhead men? <laughs> by guys named Myron. <laughs> it makes me like so sad because I am like heavily on TikTok and um it's like there's a lot of young women on there and it's just tons of young women being like, I just had this guy say to me, say this to me and I'm wondering if it's normal. It made me feel kind of bad. Like they just do not like 22, 23, 24 year olds. They do not understand that people are consuming this. They don't understand why they're being like negged. It's like really hurtful and confusing. And I just hate watching it because I know exactly what their boyfriend is consuming online because yeah. I'm like somewhat familiar with all of this. And I want to be like, I'm so sorry. Or they'll get on there and be like, my boyfriend was like really nice. Um, and then in the past couple months, he started watching Andrew Tate and he's doing this, this, and this. And it's just so awful to see it play out in people's actual lives. Mm-hmm. And like destroying their relationships. Like there are women on there who will be like, "We, I, this is my boyfriend. Like we're in a relationship. We live together. And all of a sudden he is like, you know, demanding that I like saying I'm low value and talking about my body count and like all this shit. And it's like this in playing out in people's actual lives. This is like destroying their relationships. And these people don't care because they're making money on it. Right. And that's like, I think is a crazy thing with what we're seeing now with like, uh, again, like the the algos that we have on TikTok, YouTube, Instagram reels, all this shit. Um, the it's one thing to like be a naturally insecure 14 year old just getting into dating and have thoughts like that it's a whole different thing to be a 26 year old goddamn man and be watching two losers on the internet talk you out of your relationship that you're in you're literally in a relationship you did it you don't need to watching this like so they're sabotaging their own they succeeded supposedly and mm -hmm. they're like watching this shit and it's getting in their head and they're starting to treat her like shit and then she's like i don't know i think i should jump in what do you guys think like i'm really like upset about this and it's just like this is so awful to watch and like yeah 
And they're just so confused. They are not familiar with this. They're just like, he started watching this YouTube show, and I'm like, oh my god. Yeah, he's, <laughs> he's watching Fresh and Fit. Oh, he sure is. Yeah. yeah, and I, like jumping back to what he says here about like, oh, you like you need to basically explicitly ignore the needs of your partner. Obviously not the right fucking way to go about like actually having Life. a successful relationship. And this is also a man who boldly stands on the claim and proudly, I might add, that female orgasms don't matter because they're not important for birth. So like it's not just like interpersonal needs. It's all needs. It just they should be ignored. And that's how you seduce women is by just being the biggest piece of shit possible. And it is tragic. I mean, it's tragic to watch people go down this. I mean, I know people who post fresh and fit clips on their fucking instagram and i want to message them every time and be like do you know who this is like do you know the things that this guy says and what he is like subversively getting you to believe in and how that is actually going to self-sabotage all of your future relationships if you're buying into this because you're like sad at 27 (laughs) it's fucking pathetic yeah it's um (sighs) it's bad yeah, I don't know. I feel I just generationally, like, um, for the kids, like, younger than us, I, I feel very scared um, and sad for what their futures could turn into. Um, yeah, because, I mean, also part of it is, like... role models are, you know, we need, like, a we need a, we need a, a, a new generation. We need, like, Oprah for, <laughs> for like, 18-year-old <laughs> Yeah, literally. I mean, I think a lot of them thought that was Andrew Tate. We need, we need a, we need a, we need a, a black male talk show host who gives things away under seats and who has a book club (laughs) and who invites celebrities on and has them jump on furniture. We need that back. And Steve Harvey, many say, you know, is similar. Family Feud isn't what I'm talking about. I'm talking about a talk show. Yeah. We need to bring back the talk show. That's a whole nother. We'll, we should do a whole deal on that. On the talk show? Yeah. Where did the talk shows go? Yeah. Um, yeah, but like like I was saying, these are like normal things for like a 14-year-old insecure boy who's like going through puberty just starting to develop because a lot of this thinking is like it's present enough in just like straight man culture right like ah fucking ladies don't come that's a myth uh you know like you don't need to do shit around the house like that's what your old ball and chains for um (laughs) like that type of shit's plenty prevalent you don't really need to be like beat over the fucking head with that shit when you're a child via these algos and like part of me is just glad i didn't start watching youtube when i was an insecure 14 year old kid because god knows oh i did thank god i was like what if i just talked to women that'd be crazy i did start watching youtube when i was an insecure 14 year old but i just went really into like early 2000s music videos like jaw rule stuff like that you know yeah and that 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 made me you know really shaped me as a person full of misogyny but in a different way less explicit yeah a lot more cocaine dealing things Mm -hmm. of that nature so formative yeah, for sure. Formative time. Side hustle, make I mean, great skills. You learn yeah. from that, so it's mm-hmm. fine. Exactly. Multiple revenue streams. Talk about a high value yeah. male. <laughs> ja rule. <laughs> ja rule. Yeah. That's it. Be more like that. Yeah, a hundred percent. He's not very high value anymore. <laughs> no, after. Forget yeah. about the, not the fire fest. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
Oh my god! Yeah, classic low value mail. Speaking of Firefest, did you guys see the picture of the uh, the Wagyu steak? The Wagyu steak. F1 oh my today? god! Oh my god! Straight it's out a of ham Firefest. sandwich. I can't believe it's not even beef. It's fucking. <laughs> no, it's hot dude. ham. They it's were like, "This is Wagyu, fucking sandwich. Oscar Mayer ham, honey glazed ham, <laughs> toasted." Jesus. Okay. Um, this next one really highlights how fucking insecure this man is and why he is perhaps one of the least qualified people to be like giving relationship advice. Well, fuck what anybody says. If a girl is your girlfriend, she is your main woman and she's advertising her body on the internet for other men to look at. That is fucking cheating. I don't give a fuck what anybody says. I also want to give the context. He's not talking about OnlyFans. <laughs> he's talking about posting pictures on instagram because again there is a sexual marketplace and by posting pictures on instagram with your friends you are advertising yourself <laughs> he's again like and fuck even if he was talking about only fans still dumb as shit right like again late stage capitalism people trying to get a bag fuck it you know sex work is work but like he's talking about instagram that's crazy. This is an abuser. Like, yeah, you can't have a fucking. Has Myron ever been in a relationship? I think he was, and he got dumped. That's how he it goes about for that? all these guys. Yeah, gets dumped once, <laughs> turns into a Jesus all right, media so empire. I got, yeah, I mean, it's what happened with Sneeko too. Sneeko started deep, deep like, kind of dipping his toes into the misogyny. Then he got dumped, and then he just went full fucking incel. Yeah, yeah. You don't like connect the dots that maybe it's the way you were acting. You're just like, no, I need to do more. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if I make enough money off of being a piece of shit, women won't think I'm a piece of shit. <laughs> It's like, dude, you are literally a red flag factory. That's all your content is. Like, you are just teaching men how to pop up every fucking red flag in the book. You're making red flags come through on Tinder bios, man. You're not giving good advice. It's like a self-fulfilling prophecy, too, because when you act like that, you're only going to get crazy women (laughs) that's why you're having a problem Mm -hmm. no it's it's exactly like the guy who's like oh all my ex-girlfriends are fucking crazy it's like hey man maybe it's you you ever think about that one you ever think about how you turn every woman you've ever dated insane (laughs) all right i got two more two more quick myron clips what i don't give a I i don't give a fuck dude that bitch is crazy dude she's crazy it's not me i'm normal but Say, cook for me when I come home from work. Or right. I shouldn't have yeah. to say, the place should be spotless when I walk in. Right. Or I shouldn't right. have to say, keep your voice down when I'm around my friends and don't embarrass mm-hmm. me about a loud, mm-hmm. obnoxious bimbo. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, is that when a man has to go out of his way to tell a lady how to be a lady, she's no longer really a lady. Right. You know, he's gonna, he's, mm-hmm. You're automatically going to go into recreational use only in his head. And here's mm-hmm. the thing, that sucks for women. Damn. Men, since I told you guys before, men can't be honest with women. They also can be honest with you about what they don't like about you. Mm-hmm. So what are most guys going to do? They're going to play Suck the game, up. Mm-hmm. get the sex, and, get rid of and then leave. I shouldn't have to say, cook for me when I come. I don't even understand what the first half has to do with the last half, if I'm being honest. And then, mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And Myron's like, hell yeah. <laughs> I'm oh, right. I'm fucking cooking, dude. I'm, right. I'm absolutely, God, he's so bald. <laughs> Stop wearing the overhead headphones, man. As Charles Barkley would say, come home. Mm -hmm. (laughs) 
He's really bald. He needs to shave it. It's not working. Yeah. It's not, it's not like fooling the anybody. Way. And no. then they have no. their own studio. They have full control over the cameras, yet they're putting them just above Martin's head. Yeah. They're Sorry, like, what if we put a camera right here? Tell everyone he's not bald. Yeah. All right. One more, then we're going to look at his numbers. I want to go on Girls Night Out. Translation I want to dress provocatively, go outside, fill my options while you sit at home like a dummy and not know that I'm still playing the field while you're faithful to me. I want to go on girls' night out. Translation I want to dress provocatively, go outside. Bro, it's like, out. I don't understand. Like, this guy has zero experience. Yeah. You like, can't go out with your friends. You can't post on Instagram. Both of those are cheating. Why did, in like, where, wait, in what part, like, where do they say what qualifies them other than the fact that they're like a dude with a sweatshirt on nothing there's no qualification that's what i don't get like why are why that's I, just point of entry wise i don't understand why we stop qualifying people mm-hmm. like just a guy yeah, well but i could put a sweatshirt on and say anything about anything yeah you could <laughs> but that's the thing is like it's psychology this is why the data the, the pipeline in and of itself is super important is because it starts off with getting exposed to pop evo psych you you see a clip from Jordan Peterson, then you get recommended more shit, then you land on a fresh and fit where they're saying the same shit. Your brain might make that connection for you. Oh, this guy obviously knows something about psychology. The YouTube algo recommended me, you know, academic Jordan Peterson who was saying very similar shit. Like the yeah. algorithm almost like verifies it for you that there's some type of point of entry or qualification to it. But it's not. It's just like, oh, this guy has a big platform. He hates women. Jordan Peterson also hates women. Boom. It's yeah, it's bad. But again, just like so much insecurity, man, like you can't for like it, it's just such a contradiction with like the macho alpha mindset too to be like, but my girl can't post pictures or go out with her friends because like she's going to cheat on me. It's like maybe just be a better partner. If she's going to cheat on you at any chance, I don't that's. I don't know. It's just like it's such an abuser tactic to say she can't have friends or talk online. Right. Like you're just like priming men to like be abusive. And it's like and they just like think that's what they're supposed to do because that's what you're saying. But it is an abuser tactic to isolate people. Yep. Like you should not be telling men that if she has friends, she's cheating. If she's posting a fucking meaningless photo on instagram that you're advertising yourself to other potential mates it's unbelievable um and this is the fresh and fit website where you can get lessons from them so you can join their patreon for free you can learn how to be very successful on dms for 500 us dollars you can get lessons on how to dm like an alpha jesus or you can go to DMs the high value, demand. or you can go to the high value academy, which is seven hundred dollars. Half and the paycheck only... for the high value academy. Yeah. Oh my god. Level up in, a... and they have it stylized like, uh... like my like uh yeah I know like, what you're talking about like GTA. GTA yeah yeah mm-hmm. yeah it's very like Miami Vice. GTA high value academy. Vibes. Just seven hundred dollars to level up. Yeah. Uh, and this isn't even everything. I mean, this is one featuring already, Myron. Yeah, this is already on top of like watching their videos, having your attention monetized, subbing, uh, joining like YouTube membership. Like this is like, oh, you're really fucking pathetic. We can really <laughs> squeeze some money out of you. Uh, and how much money does that lead to them? 
They're, the Fresh and Fits channel is worth about $2.5 million. They make about 30 k weekly off this channel. That's insane. Yeah. Which is awesome. I'm in the wrong line of work. Exactly. Should have been a grifter. Oh, man, this is really good, too, real quick. Myron will give dating advice that seems pretty normal to begin with, if a little invasive, such as how to pick up women at the gym. Life tip, if you do so much as even try to get me to take out one AirPod while I'm in the middle of a workout, you're getting a kettlebell That's right, right don't talk to me at the gym. in the scrote. So you want to talk to women at other gyms where there's not going to be that much of a social consequence. You're going to say something along the lines of, hey, <laughs> I'm new to this gym, I don't come often, I just want to uh, meet you real quick. If a guy shows no interest and I've seen him work out like, you know, you kind of know regulars, but you don't know them. Like, but you see them work out like, oh yeah, I know this guy because he shows up at the same time I show up. Mm -hmm. And then he finally makes conversation. I'm more willing to talk to that guy versus as like <laughs> someone who's like staring at me and then tries to talk to me. I'd be like, okay, okay. leave me alone. Myron, you had editorial control here. You Just awesome, to be honest. I don't have much to add to that. That's so great. Like, He's like, oh. <laughs> this is how you pick up chicks at the gym. She, she's like, no. <laughs> and he's like, leave it in, leave channel. it in, leave it in. This is all part of the learning process. Yeah. She's like, actually, no. He's like, well, here's why you're wrong. And again, like, point of entry. Are you even successful at approaching women? No. no this is no never one worked should be for watching me. your content about talking <laughs> to fucking this women. This has never worked work for me, but here's how I would hope. Yeah. Oh man. Do women like this? No. Try it. <laughs> yeah, it's so bad. But it'll work for you, ugly man. Don't talk to me. Yeah. It'll work for you, insecure ugly man. Okay. <laughs> uh it is 9:30. We're not gonna watch Sneeko, but everybody knows Sneeko. Sneeko has he started off as like street interviews, also used to play like Call of Duty and do like anti-imperialist commentary. It's a crazy arc for Sneeko, uh, and then a real downfall when he started having lady problems. But now, uh, well, he got really popular doing clips like this, just like reacting to more street interviews that he wasn't doing. So it's like self-improvement, men or women? Men, but they're all going to say women. Women. Self-improvement, definitely women. Okay, rate yourself on a scale of 1 to 10. I'm a 10, I'm a 10, I'm a 10. Let's see, like, it, they literally are about to be hypocrites in the first sentence. Women are better at self-improvement, but I'm already perfect. And know this because they all think the same thing. Listen. Hands across the board. Oh, period. Okay. And they don't even realize the irony of that statement. Look at the fucking lack of self-awareness and just all the pride on their faces from Instagram. Isn't the first step towards improvement admitting you're not perfect? You're right. Yeah, yes. we were perfect. We just said we, we saw were our tins. Who is? <clears throat> and that's what I mean. Like a 14 year old is going to be like, oh, he's so right. Dog, he <laughs> predicted everything they were going to say while completely ignoring that this is absolutely fucking meaningless. He knows. Being able to guess the answers of people who are. This is not an academic fucking work. These are street interviews probably on like the strip in Vegas. It's just like three friends out having a great time. And they're like, are you guys hot? Yeah. Are women good at self-improvement? Yeah. And he's like, hypocrites. Like, yeah. it's just such a meaningless interaction. And to spend time like trying to derive universal truths about these absolutely harmless interactions is just so bad. But you're absolutely right. Like, this is the content exactly meant to fool a dumbass into thinking that you are smart. He predicted it. Like, <laughs> he literally said they were all going to say that they're tens. They See, are hypocrites. Guy who's seen the video before. <laughs> yeah, it's literally pre watched. Yeah. 
How did he know? <laughs> yeah. Oh, Sneeko's so smart. <laughs> so it's not funny. It's not funny. I mean, it is. It's yeah, but it's just so dumb. Yeah, and like I love that they leave on the part where they're like, "We never said we were perfect. We just said we were tens. You didn't ask me if I'm a perfect fucking human being. You asked me to rate myself one to ten. I said I'm a ten. You see, they're gonna say they're ten. Yeah. Oh, they're oh, they think they're perfect. Like, dude, these women just, all think it's they're... just only a conclusion you could come to when you just absolutely at a vile level fucking hate women and every drop of their existence are also obsessed with them and have absolutely zero proximity to them. There's no way to come to these conclusions without that exact mixture. And unfortunately, like, that's the mixture for the prime audience. It's just awful. There's a bunch more. It's just all he fucking does. Uh, and then there's, here's his website, the Creativity Kit 2.0. This is actually where he teaches you how to, like, make content and shit, I do believe. Uh, and if we click join now, what's that? What does that run you? 50 bucks a month. Well, here's how you monetize. You spend $50 a month on my little pdf shit yeah. and then <laughs> don't Here's go to fresh and fit by giving me money yeah <laughs> don't go to fresh and fit they're gonna charge you 600 bucks a pop for a lesson <laughs> instead money. give scared. me 600 a year in increments of 50 dollars. scared money don't make money yeah. spend money with me and i'll teach you how to make money <laughs> I promise. And this is a guy who's, like, largely been deplatformed. He did uh, make a bunch of, like, grape jokes on YouTube about some other content creators. Uh, and just an overall piece of, sh- piece of shit. Collaborates with Nazis and shit. Uh, but his main channel did, at the time of termination, have 1.2 million subscribers. Uh, he's estimated to be worth just shy of a million dollars. 829000 Earns about 200k a year. I don't know why they fonted it this way. Just put the full number. Like, why are you typing out thousand, but you put 207? 207.44,000 <laughs> a year. Yeah. Um, but yeah, homie's worth almost a milli for just sitting around bashing women. And then we have... It's actually way less than I thought, so... A milli? That's net worth, dude. Yeah. A civilian. He doesn't own shit. Yeah, but That's I mean, all like... all liquid. Like, he has that. Yeah, I, That's that's less than I thought. That's crazy. Yeah. Um, and then obviously we have the famous Andrew Tate. And this is his. This is the real world. This is uh, Hustlers University 4.0. Um, Natalie, have you kept up on the Hustlers University saga? Are you familiar with Hustlers University? Um, I'm, fam- I'm somewhat familiar with Andrew Tate. Um, and I have been on his website before. I don't know what Hustlers University is. Is it like a course from him? So Hustlers University is like an MLM that he has, basically. Uh, it's actually oh. just a Discord server that you join. So you pay, I think, 40 or $50 a month to join the Discord server. Um, and they basically teach you how to do drop shipping. They teach you how to uh, day trade. And by teach you how to day trade, I mean they use all of their useful idiots to do pump and dumps. So they invest, then they tell everyone, oh, this is about to skyrocket, you better invest. Then everyone in the Discord server throws money, and then the dude's running it all sell. Um, Yeah, it's pretty sick. No, I was not familiar with that. Mm -hmm. Jesus. Yep, and there's a lot of people. Like, so many people have joined every ideation of Hustlers University. Uh, Oftentimes, what you'll get is, like, they teach you, like... These like these skills like copywriting, freelancing, e-commerce, dropshipping, uh, Amazon FBA, dropshipping, new skills, um, and they will have like courses on these. But it's literally just some guy with a pre-recorded video that you get access to, and that guy is not Andrew Tate. 
So it'll be like other people who help run the Discord server and they just charge you out the ass for them to like teach you how to drop ship or do copywriting. Um, and he's also worth an absolutely ungodly amount of money, worth $365 million. Now, granted, he started out rich. He's invested in like some casinos, some ghost casinos that are used for money laundering. Uh, he was a professional kickboxer. But, I mean, yeah, they the way that he blew up on the algos was uh, the affiliate accounts. They would basically, people would pay him to post his own content on their TikTok or on their YouTube page or something. So he basically just created like an industrial complex of Andrew Tate clicks. So even though he wasn't getting the money from the views or like his appearances on other people's channels, uh, any click that turned into a subscription to Hustlers University was, you know, four to $600 in his pocket every year. And then again, I think he got up to like 150,000 last year before he got banned from like everything. So 150,000 people just desperately giving you 50 bucks a month. Pretty sick. That's so fucking sad. Yeah. It's, it's quite pathetic. Um, the wow. news, he looks awful now. Oh, he looks <laughs> shit. He looks he terrible. Looks so bad. Mm-hmm. Prison did not treat him well. I honestly yeah. can't no. imagine Romanian jail. <laughs> that shit's going to be crazy. When I think of like Romanian jail, I think of like Scooby Doo and like vampires like popping up. Just mm-hmm. <laughs> guys going, ooh. ooh. <laughs> but no, he, ca- he came back uglier somehow. So yeah. it had to be bad. Way worse. Yeah. It's awesome. It had to be bad. Wow. I was going to cap with this. It's very late. I think we're going to let you go. Uh, I do want you to just hear this guy's voice quick because it's so good. This is the thing before you sleep page. Uh, so oh, this my is, God. This is one of my favorite pieces of the Manosphere is like the disguised Manosphere content where it's like they don't show their face on video. Like they don't they don't have like a face cam. They don't do any like face shots in the videos. So they're very anonymous uh, or they like put their misogynistic rant underneath of like video game clips. It'll be like a playthrough and then they'll just rant through it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that if a, you know, if it's a child with like earbuds in and a parent walks in, you're like, Oh, they're just watching or they're just playing. They're watching somebody play whatever fucking game. They're just playing you know, Super Mario bros. Yeah. But it's just this guy being like fucking women are the devil. I hate them all. They're so sneaky underneath. Um, but this is a page it's called Think Before You Sleep. This is like an anti-feminist commentary page. Uh, it's it's quite awful, but I really just want you to hear this guy's voice because it's fucking epic. It's great. This channel is not worth watching, but it is very, very funny. Got into like really big beef with some big streamers as well. He says, I don't mind providing. If you stay home to cook, clean, and take care of the kids, then honey, he minds. That is not a provider. That is a traditional man. Wait, what? What's the difference? Isn't this what women are asking for? A traditional man is providing for the woman so that she can stay. Fuck, you can't hear the voice, can you? Can you hear the voice? Uh-uh. God damn it. Okay. I still can't hear it. I've been reading the subtitles to see what the videos are. It's fine, I though. I can pull it up. And... Yeah, Do I'm I sending. Need... I'm looking for <coughs> I'm sending you the link to this video. Uh, yeah, I did turn on closed captioning because I knew you were reading. Um, I'm going to let this ride, but you got to go in there and listen to this man's voice. It's so funny. I will.
home and take care of the house and the children. It makes me really sad. <laughs> take care of the house. Take care of the house. Just because he's offering financial support in the future. Like, I hear things all the time that's like, oh, he's going to make partner one day so I can be a stay-at-home mom. Or he's going to retire me when I have kids. They don't understand that his financial support is in exchange for household labor, whether or not she's happy doing it. That's actually a great point, too. Very salient. Yeah. Well, I mean... For is some. his voice not absurd? Like, uh, you will see here. <laughs> I can't do it. I can't do it. Ass, yeah. Um, that's actually ridiculous that you think that I'm not loaded. It's like an old Women don't like voice. me because I love I'm... it. Mm-hmm. Women don't like me because I'm horrible. No, here, see? It's like the weirdest kid that went to your high school had a kid with like a, a old guy with like the curly bar mustache would be like, come on, wise guy. He sounds like a, a Ratatouille character. Yeah, it's awesome. <laughs> um, yeah, good. I can't lady. believe it. Women don't like me. <laughs> what? She's such a hypocrite. But he also that's all his channel is, is just like calling women hypocrites. That's all he does oh, man. at all times. Wow. Look at this. There's two of us on screen. Wow, this is incredible. There's wow, so many. Actually, there's very little lag there. I'm quite impressed. Look at <laughs> yeah. that. Those are the same. Awesome. Um, yeah. Metal bars and dirt floors. The GTA font is crazy. They took a parody of themselves and were like, yeah, that looks good. <laughs> True. Yeah. The GTA font is crazy. The graphic design is crazy. It's somebody's <laughs> passion, at least. Yeah. Somebody was passionate about it. Yeah. We're going to do a whole Miami Vice theme. Because we're in Miami. <laughs> <laughs> we're in Miami. <laughs> yeah. Oh, um, man. Damn. What do you think about all this? Did we did we show you anything tonight that you were not aware of? Oh, yeah. I I am not really very clued in on this. Um, I am familiar with this shit by way of my love of fundamentalists. Okay. So if it is linked, if the like manosphere stuff is linked in with like Christian fundamentalism, then oh. I'm all over mm-hmm. it. So I got Stephen Crowder, I got Cody Brown, I got those people. But this stuff, this like you, this is all new to me, and the Incel Wiki is all new. So that was very fascinating. I'm really glad I know about it. I did. I didn't know. I didn't know you were into to Christian fundamentalism. That is that's his sweet my spot. personal passion mm-hmm. in life. Oh my god. I, we actually we oh usually god. close stream we by looking at Christian, Christian nightmares. nightmares on Twitter if you've oh seen my that god. page. Yeah. We should we should probably do do would you want to do a, an episode with me on like my podcast maybe? Yeah. Okay. Oh yeah. Please do cuz yeah. it's like I'm always trying, like, no, none of the other people are that into it. I, I am, like, I so love... Dugger Pills. I'm so... Hell yeah. <laughs> I've Hell read yeah. all of their books. I, like, I pre-ordered Dinger Duggar's book. Wow. <laughs> I, so book. I, You're, like, actually reading. You're not even just hate-watching. You're, like, what are they What are they up it's to? It's so much more than that. It's, like, a very big interest of mine. I have, like, I I love the, the Christian freaks they're wearing. Is that because that, of, like, like, childhood trauma with the church? For or me, what? for me, it is. Yeah, so it's like I was raised going to like Christian camp and like yep. I was a chewed up piece of gum, etc. And then I started fucking and doing drugs when I was like 15 and 16. And nice. then I was like, like, it felt really horrible about myself and all this stuff. And then I don't know. So I have been like very, I, I love the fundamentalist. So Catholic? that is the only reason that I am like familiar with the manosphere. Catholic? 
Um, no, Methodist actually. Wow, that's so a lot of guilt for like, Methodist. Yeah, that's incredible. I uh, yeah, yeah, but it's more like in the evangelical. Mm-hmm. Yeah, kind of. yeah. I I was um, evangelical church three times a week. My parents worked for the church, actually, oh. and I've been baptized three separate times. Um, Jesus, did you do a dunking baptism? <laughs> yes, I actually did yeah. three different styles of baptism. Um, Damn. Yeah, exactly. One was when I was very small. The other one, I got in trouble, and then the other one, I got in trouble again. So <laughs> I had to get, I had start. to get, I had to get recleaned twice. Um, and here I am. Um, but no, I love the my like Lance Wall now was like, like his books are. I'm pretty sure like in, in my parents' house still, like. <laughs> um, Seven Nations Dominionism, the whole deal. Uh, oh my god! Oh my god! Yeah, that is the nutso stuff. Yeah, that is yeah. Really extreme. My my grandma, um, bless her heart, love her to death. Um, she was she was in the wall now. <laughs> um, among among other, I'm from uh, Omaha, and there's a a whole the Hank Hunemans of the world. Like there's a whole little thing going on there specifically um oh my God. In, i want to know everything about that yeah it's That's yeah crazy. it is yeah i um thought that every i thought that that was like a normal like <laughs> american like <laughs> I mean, that, that's the way everybody was thinking <laughs> like we need to take over all seven mountains all seven <laughs> and I'm like 12, like, wow. Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. How many mountains do we have? <laughs> yeah. yeah, how many did we get? Yeah, Dan, how many mountains? Do we control we any of the mountains right now? Yeah. It seems like an uphill climb. Yeah, we need to control sports. <laughs> we need to control film, you know. Um, and then the uh, like the passion of the Christ would come out. Like, we're getting closer. <laughs> One more movie. We'll get there. I saw the Passion of the Christ when it came out, and I was like a small child. And they were like, "Yeah, this is fine. You should watch this." Like, Same, yeah. They I was were like, like six. This is good for kids to see. Yeah, there's like bleeding everywhere. I'm like, "Holy <laughs> shit!" They're like, "Yeah, this actually happened." I'm like, "Holy shit!" You know. Like, and and then they're like, "It's your fault." It's yeah, because you yeah, because you sinned. <laughs> like, what did what did I do? You sinned. This oh, is your shit. fault. Because five years I from now, you're going to be horny and want to smoke pot. How do I undo it? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, Mel Gibson. I hate Mel Gibson to this day for many. Well, for that and other things, but mostly for that for that movie. Yeah, so, is he the one who called his white wife the N word on the phone? <laughs> Sounds like Mel. I think that was Mel. Yeah, it's it's either Mel or somebody of that genre. So, yeah, Maple is. Oh hi! Was she up there the whole time? Was her cat up there the whole time? She's been up there for a while. Wow, she was hanging. Um, sick. Do you have any closing thoughts? Do you have anything you need to pedal? Um, I do have a podcast. I haven't been on it for a bit, but I'm going to get back on it. And we talk about Iowa politics and um, all the horrible, horrible monsters that run our state. Um, It's called Rock Hard Caucus. You can find it anywhere you get podcasts. Um, I will be on this Wednesday. We are interviewing um, Chris from the Water Podcast. Yes. Hi, Justin. Thank you. Um, She will be on the next episode, probably. (laughs) Are you a bit of a flake? 
Is that what I'm hearing? Uh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. I agree to do things in one frame of mind and then the day comes and I am not in that frame of mind anymore. But sure. yes, yeah. I, I am planning on being on on Wednesday. So um, you can get it wherever you get podcasts. Um, I'm hot for Trotsky on Twitter um, and it's at Rock Hard Caucus on Twitter as well. If you want to follow the show. Good follow. And also the stirs of drama. Oh, yes, boy. You guys like to stir the pot. Life. You like to get people in trouble. We have been on the news, etc. Award-winning so. too. This is an award-winning podcast. Oh yeah, we've won Best of the Grand Dick twice. We got twenty dollars each to rig on each time. It's wow, prestigious. Let's go. Yeah. What Did do you we buy the do? RBG shirt? Do they have that for? Um, no, we buy each other gifts every time. I got this year, so we always do it for the Secret Santa or the two years. We always. <laughs> So all these years we get this. So the two years we've done it to do a secret Santa. Um, and I got a shirt from Raygun that says I'd rather have come on my face on the shoulder. And it is a Raygun printed shirt. I swear to God, I'll send you a picture of it. Evan got it for me. It's crazy. It's like, I don't know if it's a misprint, if it, how it got through, but it, it is from Raygun. It says so, I'd rather have come on my face. Was On it, the shirt. Is there a comparison? Is, is it spelled K-U-M? It's C-U-M. I will send you a it's picture on Twitter. It's not even shirt. a come and go reference. What Holy the fuck? Speaking of that, I have to grab something real quick. Yeah, it's crazy. Obviously, I wear it, so. <laughs> oh, no. I was going to gift this to you. Oh, that's great. I love it. Yeah, it is an ARL shirt. But I thought this was hilarious. I don't know what size you wear. I think this is a women's small. I love it. It's great. I also don't know if you fuck with cats, but if not, I'll squeeze my 230-pound body into it. Who knows? Sick. Wow. Do you have anything else? Closing thoughts. Anything interesting? Um, Mad? Sad? Gonna leave your husband? Um, I, I've discovered that I'm a high value woman and I am in a relationship with a low value man. So <laughs> I'm getting I'm out there on the You're market. You're going to want to start I'm cheating with a CEO immediately. Time programming. Yes. Pumping my numbers. I, yeah. Never high forget. You are the, sneaky. The data. Shows. You have to that's harness right. that. You're sneaky. Yeah. That's data and the that's numbers yeah. and that's facts. Great. Sick. Well, thank you so much for jumping on. This was a very good time. Good to yes. chat with you. Yeah, yeah. Um, Thanks. Sorry for the technical difficulties. No worries. Yeah. We no. Yeah. Around. That's we, hilarious. Um, I can't believe. Did we I mean, I'm glad do. we got it to work. To be honest, I would be lying if I said there were no seeds of doubt. <laughs> yeah, I didn't know. It, it I've never worked. used now the feature before. Yep. If I come again, now I know how to how to do it. So Twitch is new to me. So I'm glad to know how. Sick. Cool. Beautiful. Well, thank you so much for the time. Really appreciate it. Have a good rest of your night. You too. Bye. Bye.